now launching. Now launching the dumbest radio show in America. <laughs> Welcome to Common Man and T-Bone. Like I love my kids. My kids lose their teeth. They've lost teeth for you know years. I got three of them. They're all they've lost teeth. I never once said I love my kids so much. You know what I want to do? Give me one of these loose teeth. Let me suck on it. Disgusting. What's wrong with you putting people's teeth in your mouth? What a freak you are. Featuring Panama Ted. Too hot. Timmy Hall. I will rub one on my face. And a collection of profane noises. Coach? No, Dom. I'm a genetic freak. And I'm not normal. I want me some glory hole. I'll keep it in the room. Stop breathing. It used to be a lot longer. The numbers don't lie. Bah! Bah! This is stupid. This is man and bone. <laughs> Happy Monday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Oh, it is a yikes Monday. What should be a national holiday today? Yeah, no kidding. The day after the Super Bowl. I hope you flexed and took the day off. I don't blame you if you didn't, but I don't blame you if you did. It's a good idea if you can get out of work and not have to go in. Because I, th- I don't know about you. I ate a metric ton of foods Oh yeah. yesterday. And I mean, I eat a lot. You eat a lot. We talk on the show about how we like food, but... Yesterday, there were no like limitations to what I would throw down the gullet. If I saw, I'm like, oh, hey, you know, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. Do I want chips and salsa? Yes. And I just did. There are some myths that we have in society. I'm going to actually uh, lift the lid. Veil? Lid? I don't know. What are we lifting? Ah, whatever. On one of those myths coming up later in Yikes. Okay. Where people say, oh, Thanksgiving's the biggest eating day of the year. I have some science to back up the fact that that is not true. Oh. Just like people talk about Halloween being the biggest candy day of the year. Surprisingly not. Easter is. Yeah, I know. You get more variety of stuff. There's more special items. Now, Halloween, you get your little fun size. That's great. Yeah. But you get more variety at Easter. And then, of course, the scam that is Valentine's Day coming up this week. Enjoy. (laughs) So I'm taking it you're not a big fan of Valentine's Day. No, it's fine. It's it's just the obligation. I know. Well, that's that's life, my friend. The obligation. No, there's I, lots I of there's lots of obligations once you enter in. But I, you know, you know, you have four girls waiting for you mm-hmm. at home. Yeah, and you are at the point right now where you are the Valentine. I know. You know, one day they're going to grow up and have their own husbands and boyfriends and whatever. They'll my, have. My wife, chief among them, waiting for that moment to just have another husband. She's, yes. Well, sure. Aren't we all? (laughs) Aren't they all? But it's just, it's the obligation. Like last year was, I got flowers. This year, it's, I want something different. Mm -hmm. All right. So I got like a cake. Yeah. You You know where I got the cake from? Where'd you get the cake from? Barefoot Contessa. What? Yeah, you she know sells, her? She sells cake. No, oh, I don't I know her. I didn't know. I didn't know. You, you go just send like Gold Belly, she'll send you a cake. And oh, by I she, did. I mean one of her representatives. I did not know that the uh, Barefoot Contessa was, uh, I don't know, putting it all out there oh, on Gold Belly. Oh, she is. I'll tell you. No idea. They're I all out there aware. now, Bone. Yeah, I, I guess no matter so. Who, like the Pope is selling stuff on Gold Belly. <laughs> you, I, I don't know what you're allowed to sell if you're the Pope, but I hope, I hope it's Holy all. Holy water. I, that's what I was going to say. And, and crackers, maybe. <laughs> well, they don't, they don't you know. call them. No, I mean, I'm, I know. Once they're blessed, I don't know if he can send them after they're blessed. I don't know. Beforehand, no, 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 no. beforehand. Yeah, beforehand. They're nothing. Take home. Yeah. Okay. All right. Super Bowl. Yes. Chiefs are the champs again. 
beat mm. the 49ers in overtime. Look, if you don't have a dog in the fight, and I know a lot of us did because I did the, the numbers last week about how much money Americans were supposed to bet on the Super Bowl, and it was a ton. And a third of all Americans were supposed to drop money on this game. I dropped money on the game. Did you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bet. Oh, I know Teddy it. did because it's a day that ends in a Y. I did. I dropped some money. Yes. Yeah, did you Did you pick up any money or just drop it? I'm just dropping it. Yeah, I just dropped it too. That's I all right. I picked up a little. You did? What did yeah. you, what'd you pick up I just on? I said the Chiefs straight up. Oh, look at you. Money line Chiefs. Hey, that's, you know what? Yeah. Nice and simple. That's how it should be. That's what you should do. I, I tried to like yeah. parlay my way into no, riches and that didn't work. I didn't do any of that. But I'm not a guy who usually gambles a couple times a year. I'll throw it out there and lose. Yeah, right. But they threw me a little bonus bet, so I I bet it won. Yeah, you you treat gambling in a way that most people treat church, where you're like, well, on the major holidays, we'll show up. And, you know, and then after that, it's like, we're done. And they're like, call me again when it's NBA Finals time. You throw maybe a dunk NBA, on. NBA Finals. Yeah, you never know. Like a game seven, you might jump in. In your absence on Thursday, it was Jen Winters and I are sitting here doing the show. Mm-hmm. And it was NBA trade deadline. Day. Oh, how did and, that and go? And we're both like, do we even mention... <laughs> That this exists, and the answer is no. We no, didn't you probably it. didn't. You probably didn't. And there wasn't a ton of humongous moves anyway. But yeah, right. that's fine. But if you don't, if you didn't have a like a rooting interest, like a really hardcore, I'm going to lose money, lots of money, or get rich. That was an entertaining Super Bowl, was it not? I would say the second half much more so than the first half. First half was like a tough watch. It was sloppy. But it was it was close. But both teams were trying to outslop each other. Yes, they were. There were there were lots of times at this point in the first half where I'm like, man, if this wasn't the Super Bowl, I would have I would have had a tough time finishing out this game at that point. But you know what? Kind of lifted my spirits a little bit. I got to say, was that halftime show? I didn't I enjoy. Didn't, it. I didn't watch it. I know you didn't. You never watch it. I watched. I didn't know if, who's not the Pope. Could well, be, I, I didn't and know that's if, the second reference of the day. Boy, two Pope references. I didn't know if the Grammys had changed you to where now you're like, you know, I never watched the Grammys. Now you do. Maybe. You know, again, there's no Billy Joel at this halftime show. I was going to say, did he show up? No. Usher did, though, and I, I enjoyed it as an elder millennial. I realized I'll how much what, Usher I know. I must have missed Usher. Really? Yeah. I missed him. I was like, Kristen was all excited. Kristen is three years younger than me. Yeah. She was all excited well, for Usher. I've told you, because I'm two years younger than you, that you and I are of a different but generation. I'm just saying, there must have been a line. Because I missed him. You completely, I, I didn't know that you missed him that badly. Yeah, I missed him. I mean, I'm aware of him. Yeah. But I, I mean, didn't, no. You never heard like, in this club? Making love in this club? Well, no, this, the hey, song. Hey, hey. I'm, sure yeah. I'm sure I've heard it. Oh, it's good. The song they kept playing, you know, during all the promos yesterday. Oh, I wasn't listening to the promos. But, oh, yeah. That's a little John, and yeah. I'm just saying, I've heard that Ludacris? before, but I'm just, oh, I man. wasn't excited. When Luda came out, everybody lost their minds. Yeah. All right. I was watching To Catch a Smuggler. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I flipped it, and then Kristen comes down and yells at me. But the halftime show on. Yeah, you have to. I actually flipped over to the Nickelodeon broadcast for a brief moment during the game because I just wanted to see what was going on with that. And uh, if you didn't check it out, let me tell you, they actually had SpongeBob and Patrick, the guys who do the voices for that cartoon, and on the broadcast, saying things in real time as the game is happening. Like, it wasn't the soundboard or, like, AI. It was actually the physical humans. It's like a Manning cast, but with cartoons? Yeah, with Nate Burleson and uh, Ian Eagle's kid, Noah Eagle. 
they were the ones calling the game. And then they shoot slime out and they've got, I don't know, the squirrel from SpongeBob. She's on the sidelines. But then as I, they went to commercial break, they had a commercial for kids candy. And I said, oh, no, I'm missing the commercials. And I flipped back because I didn't want to miss any of that. Yeah, I don't care about the commercials either. I mean, I just, I just figured for the job, I should pay attention to them just so I'm aware if any of that comes up. So what was up. your favorite commercial? I got to tell you. Me and Rex Ryan both really liked the feet washing commercial. That was probably a number <laughs> I don't, one. I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. No, I actually was reminded. I had got the chills because I remember growing up uh, in the in the churches where we washed feet. And uh, I never went up for that. I that, said, wasn't, that wasn't a main talking point in catechism. There was a lot of feet washing in the Baptist churches I grew up in. That was a big thing. It would be like once or twice, uh, maybe every six months you would do it. And it was like, I mean, the pastor would be there, the deacons, the elders, and then so who's, everybody. Whose feet would you wash? Everyone's. Anybody who came up didn't want their feet washed. To, it was like a, you know, a sign of service. Like you're, you're, you know, you're the leader, but you're going to get down and do one of these dirty tasks. And I just never wanted anybody cleaning my own feet. You know? Yeah. It's not like a pedicure where you're getting, you're paying someone I mean, who knows I know what they're where, doing. I know where it comes from. It comes from the book. Because yeah, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus washed people's feet. feet. And that's a great However, message. If that's you very re- good. If you really want to show someone. Yeah. That you're in servitude to them. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to just wipe their ass, right? <laughs> oh, no. Like, why don't we have no. that? No. Well, there's a I decorum. Show you, I want to show you how how humble I am. See, I also felt like running up to the front of the church to be like the first in line, like, yes, my feet, finally, everyone gets to see them. It's like, that's a little creepy too, right? Like, people are, some people are showing off their feet a little too much, is all I'm saying. All right. But anyway. uh, the game. Yeah, let's talk about We can game. talk about commercial. We're here for three hours, kids. I know, I know. We got a lot of stuff to do. And really, we have nothing to do. That's right. Um, look, there's all these discussions going on today about is Pat Mahomes the greatest and where does he fall? It, that, this Chiefs team, whether you want to call him a dynasty or not, whether Pat Mahomes is on his way to GOAT status or not, and whether this team annoys you or not, because you're just sick of seeing them. You're sick of seeing them winning. You don't like Taylor Swift. Whatever it happens to be. You just sort of have to sit back and marvel at it, don't you? Oh, yeah. What they're I, able to accomplish. You and I were talking before the show. If you go back and look at the rosters that Pat Mahomes has won with, I think this is the worst team of them all. Mm-hmm. I think offensively especially. Now you can make an argument on defense, right? This defense really good for the Chiefs yet again. And... No doubt the Chiefs won this game because their defense is really, really good, I think. As much as we talk about Pat Mahomes, and certainly he made the throw at the end that you have to, and he made plenty of plays throughout this game, but they don't get there without that defense. Still, this is a weaker Chiefs team, I think, than we've seen in the last five years, and this is they've won another Super Bowl yet again. Like, I don't know that it's wrong to call them a dynasty because... You've played in four of the last it's five not Super wrong Bowls. To call them a dynasty. You've won three of but the I don't last know why five we, Super we Bowls. We get so wrapped up in that word. I don't know either, and I don't know why it matters if he's the greatest or not. Here's here's what I know. Last night, when it mattered, he drove down the field and and made the plays to win that game. And a lot of people said at the time when the Niners elected to kick a field goal, they said, "Well, that's probably going to come back to bite you because now you're giving Pat Mahomes like a clear opportunity to go down there and win it with a touchdown." And everybody knew that was. You know, on that that could be happening. Right. That was that was the fear you have is Pat Mahomes can go down and get this job done under a minute, no problem. So they left a little time on the clock, and he delivered. And it doesn't always have to be the prettiest, artful thing. Pat Mahomes gets the job done pretty much all the time. The last two seasons in the postseason, 
two full postseasons, he has not thrown an interception. That's wild. Two full postseasons, toughest competition, biggest games of the year, has not turned the football over. Yeah, I mean, that's, that is that is one of the best stats of all this for him. So, no, I'm with you that I don't have any... I'm not a, I'm not a big Chiefs fan. I don't like to see them win. Well, neither am I. I don't care. No. Like, you have to sort of marvel at it, don't you? Yeah. I mean, obviously, he threw the pick last night, just so people understand. You're not saying he hasn't thrown a pick, but... He threw one last night, but before that, had not thrown a pick the last two pre last two postseasons. Something. All right, more Super Bowl conversation and more about washing feet coming up next. One of those things. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grand View Browns backers. Watch out for an accident on eastbound 161 after New Albany Road. About a five-minute slowdown there. Things are stop and go from Hamilton Road. We also have some slow traffic on eastbound 70 downtown between the 71 West Split and Livingston Avenue. And things are also moving slow on northbound 71 on the south side between Greenlawn Avenue and 315. This report is sponsored by Direct Auto. Safe Auto Insurance is now Direct Auto Insurance. New name, same lowdown payments. Go to directauto.com for a free quote. I'm Nicole for 97.1, the fan traffic. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Bone, I want to talk to you about my good friends at Tri-State Men's Health. Oh, yeah. This is a new sponsor for me. Uh, I'm doing these spots with Timmy. Timmy and I tag teamed. Mm -hmm. We went in there together. To meet the staff and take the tests and all of that. If you feel that you are suffering from erectile dysfunction, don't just suffer in silence like people do. Go see my guys at Tri-State Men's Health. Your initial visit, 99 bucks. You get a medical consult, T, PSA test, and if medically advised, a test dose. And if the test dose doesn't work in the office, your visit is free. Wow. Give them a call. 800 900 9654 or go online tristatemenshealth.com promo code pp no worky is that the that's promo the code? scientific Can you spell that out for me just so PP i know no work can i type that into my touch and then tone you will go in there and then all of a sudden pp worky pp <laughs> no worky pp no worky just walk in and say that and they go oh yes right this when way when you call the number just don't even say your name Hi, Tri-State Men's Health. pee no worky. Oh, yeah, right here. Let's get you right through the specialist. We know exactly what and you And they're going to love that today mm-hmm. when they sure. start getting those phone calls. Uh-huh. In all seriousness, though, excellent place right off Cemetery Road in Hilliard. It's their first location in Columbus. Clean. They speak to you. Good. They look at you. They don't mime what they're doing to you like a doctor? <laughs> where you just the doctor mimes that we all know and we're familiar with? Okay. It's good just to go know. right in. You just walk in. Peepee no worky. Yep, they let you right in. It's good. Come on in, sir. Service with a smile. Now it works, doesn't it? Nice. Yes. That's the sound, by the way, when your testos kicks in. That's audible. Everyone hears it. I just want to point out, it's also Yikes Monday, so there's there's that, right? The Yikes is, man, we didn't know we signed up for when we hired Common Man to do commercials. <laughs> That's the Yikes. <laughs> uh, Super Bowl last night. Chiefs, of course, are champions... Again, um, what was I going to say to you? I had I something. I, had something I have to say. something. If you don't, no, go ahead. Well, I want to. I would just start at this point because I know we've talked a little bit about her during this time, but I'll just mention it briefly here. 
uh, the Taylor Swift stuff, the Travis Kelsey. Remember, that was all a distraction before the season. People saying, oh, this is a big distraction. How is he going to handle it? Well, I don't know how he or they or the team or everyone dealt with maybe behind the scenes. Everyone was losing their minds and saying, I can't believe we have to answer questions about Taylor Swift. But you know what? They won the Super Bowl with that level of well, distraction of did, because it was in the script. Oh, that's right. I forgot. They were just following the script. Well, let me tell you this. Uh, and I will say this as a and I hate to use it this way, but I will bring it up as a parent of three daughters. Uh, my kids, I do not force them to watch sports. This is what I do for my job. I personally love sports, but I want them to love it the way I do, which is they enjoyed it naturally and they came to it over time. So I don't sit them down every year and say, you're going to watch NFL games. You're going to watch baseball games. I don't make them do that. If they like it, great. But one of the sports that we have found over this past year, they have now sat down, my oldest two, who are 13 and 10, and watched more football than they ever have. And last night, they were ready for the Super Bowl, just like I was. They were excited about it in a way they've never been before. And was that because Taylor Swift was going to be shown on screen? Not necessarily. Because I asked them, I said, why are you guys so geeked up for this? You know she's only going to be on screen for a minute or two max, right? They're not going to show her all the time. They said, yeah, but we want the Chiefs to win. Now, their rooting interest is based off the fact that they know Taylor Swift is dating a Chiefs player and Travis Kelsey, and they wanted to see that player do well, but it gave them a rooting interest in the game, which is that not at the end of all of this kind of what matters to get kids into sports? You know, you... Uh is to have a rooting interest, something you care about. You hit the nail right on the head for me. And I don't, this is, I don't like using this word because I think people use it too much, but I'm so sick and tired of the gatekeeping. Yeah, Okay, right. because, yeah. look, there's a lot of you out there that when you like something that somebody else maybe doesn't like or doesn't like as much as you, you will then get in that person's face and say, why don't you like this? Right. I like this. Why don't you like this? But then when somebody does like something that you like, maybe for a different reason, maybe it's because, like you said, Taylor Swift gets them involved. Yeah. Then it's, well, why do you like this? Well, because what's the difference? I'm getting into football. It doesn't matter what got me there. Isn't this ultimately what we want? I would think as, so. As people who love sports, as many people in the pool as humanly possible. Look, football, sports, the Super Bowl, it's always been about selling stories. Last night you had a story to sell. Whether it's Kurt Warner bagging groceries or the biggest pop star in the world dating perhaps the best tight end in league history. That's a story. You said your daughter sat down and watched the game. They saw Taylor Swift. They liked it, but they had a rooting interest. They're watching the football game. My daughter sat down. She watched it. She loves Taylor Swift. She was watching for that reason. She was watching because one of the kids in her class dressed up like Pat Mahomes on Halloween. And so she was rooting for the cheese because she wanted that kid to be happy when she went into school the next day. That's it great. didn't matter why they're watching the game. They're all sitting around and watching it. I guarantee you when these numbers come out later today, it will be the highest rated Super Bowl in the history of Super Bowls. Yeah. It will be 120 million people, I bet you. And But who cares why they got there? Don't we want to preserve this tra tradition that you and I love so much? I would think so. But and, and again, I understand everyone, and I'm with you to a degree, where people get nauseated by the idea of like, oh, what are, we gonna, are they going to show the game? They're going to show Taylor Swift. Oh, I get it, but this like, is not a new phenomenon. They've been no. selling stories ever since Super Bowl One. We watched, we have joked about this on the show for years, when Notre Dame played Ohio State and uh, Brady Quinn's sister, Laura Quinn, right? Yes. That, yes. With the Hansi jersey. Laura is was dating A.J. Hawk, 
and was, of course, sisters to the quarterback of Notre Dame. And so, and of course, there's the Columbus tie-in and all that stuff. When they're playing each other in this game, she has a half Ohio State, half Notre Dame jersey with the two different numbers on it. And how many times did they show her in that game? It felt like a dozen, right? I mean, they showed her a lot in that game. Was that because she was the biggest pop star in the world and they're trying to shove their agenda down your throat? Or was it because they figured people might not know about this or do know about it and they'll find it interesting and they'll watch the game because there's a different way to connect to the game than just the football flying through the air and a bunch of people hitting each other with helmets on. This was a way to keep people who don't necessarily watch those games to stay invested. And that's that's what the Taylor Swift stuff is to me. It's not like it's some big evil plot to get Taylor Swift more notoriety. And it's not because it's something where they're like, football doesn't even matter. Let's just show Taylor Swift. It's because they know that if people have a rooting interest, whether they are 12 years old or 100 years old, if they're watching your game and they have a reason to watch it, they're going to want to watch more of these games. So in the end, that's not a bad thing for me. The NFL is in the business of getting as many people in the pool as humanly possible. You know, we do that here. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm not comparing us to the Super Bowl, but we will get messages from people saying, why don't you dive deeper into this? What's yeah. going on on the second line? And, and, and how come Fantilli can't get on the power play and all this stuff? Well, we may touch on stuff like that briefly, but that's not what we do here. Our job is to invite as many people in as we possibly can. If you want to go in depth on something, guess what? There's a million podcasts for you. Yes. You can, you can go as deep as you want to, which you have to understand with the Super Bowl. And that's why I said the real football season ended two weeks ago mm-hmm. with the championship games. What we saw yesterday was, of course, a football game that crowned a champion, but it was a cultural event. It's where all Americans and really around the world too. people get together and they stay up late in other countries and they watch this because it's an event. So if you're a football fan, why are you offended if people are watching because of the commercials? Why are you offended if people are watching because of the halftime show? Why are you offended if people are watching because of Taylor Swift? They're watching football and perhaps growing the next generation of football fans that care. Yeah, I, I just it seems to me like that's not a bad thing. Is it sometimes annoying that this game doesn't just focus solely on football? Yeah, but I don't know if you watch any of the pregame coverage. You know, are they doing a lot of that pregame coverage? They don't focus on the football. They focus on the stories. The whole thing is a Tom they, Rinaldi piece. Yes, every every other bit is like, did you know this backup tackle for the you know Chiefs has got this? And then, and then like, let me tell you about my mom. Let me tell you about her story. And it's like, they're, they're trying to get you to connect to the players because what else are they going to talk about for seven hours? Just break down again what you think of Christian McCaffrey and this offensive line versus their defensive line. No, that's been covered ad nauseum for two weeks. They have to get some storylines in there, and that's all this is. I want to talk about something weird from last night that I don't think has been given enough press. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's an accident on eastbound 161 after New Albany Road, causing some stop-and-go traffic from Hamilton Road and about a five-minute delay. And you'll hit some slower traffic on eastbound 70 downtown between 71 West Split and Livingston Avenue. This report is sponsored by First Service Credit Union. Switch to First Service Federal Credit Union, where service, where savings speak louder than words. Unlock exclusive member privileges and enjoy service that always puts you first. For special offers, visit First 
FirstServiceFCU.com. First Service FCU. Own it. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Monday. Make sure to uh, subscribe to the podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, just search Common Man and T-Bone. Click subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. The podcast is brought to you by our friends Care Heating and Cooling. And when you call Care for any reason, also what you have to say to them is pee-pee no worky. That's all you have to say. And then they'll be right over. Yep. Easy enough. Pee-pee no worky. By the way, I just want to add on the Taylor Swift stuff. Yeah. Uh, Blake Lively was in the uh, booth with Taylor Swift in the box there where that she had. Yeah. Tell you right now. The rest of the world can have Taylor Swift, and she's great. And I'm not just Blake Lively. Whew. Every day, I mean, she's amazing. I'm just telling you. She, I'm, she I'm telling you, Blake Lively, my gal. Way to go. You think Ryan Reynolds is like that all the time? What do you mean? Well, like just his like funny quips and the way that he talks, like in the sack. No, <laughs> I, I would hope not. I would think that would get annoying. Because it's, it's annoying to me, and I don't live with him. I mean, I, I like Ryan Reynolds, and I find him hilarious. But I, I understand, like Will Ferrell, right? I, I personally find Will Ferrell's brand of humor funny. Some people don't. But either way, Will Ferrell has to have real moments, right? Where he's not like in the sack going, oh, excuse me, get, get off the shed! Like, he he can't be doing that, right? Yeah, where's the meatloaf? Yeah, he's not doing the shtick all the time, is he? I, I don't know. Like Tim Allen back in the day in the sack. Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I presume the comedians drop that act when I they're don't in. Know, man. I don't know. These are demented people. Fair enough. Um, something that I think was odd last night was Nance and Romo no selling the Travis Kelsey almost knocking Andy Reid over. Dude. And screaming in his face. I am so glad you brought let me, that let me up. Let me tell you something, man. If that was OBJ on, no, on the sidelines doing something like that, that would be the story for the rest of the game. Man. And they sort of no-sold no it. Like, oh, he, he he said, put me in, coach. I, I can score. Yeah. And I know after the game they both did because what are they going to say? They both won the Super Bowl. They're excited about stuff. But, I mean, I thought Andy Reid was going to fall down and have a heart attack. Well, here here's the thing that is probably worth looking at with all that right is we have seen moments in the past during on the sidelines during super bowls during big games not even super bowls where coaches and players players and players argue yell get in each other's face sometimes there's finger pointing sometimes there's like bumping i i have rarely recalled seeing a player during a game getting so in his coach's face that he almost knocks the coach over. And again, we're not talking about, you know, Marv Levy here. We are talking about a guy in Andy Reid who's a fairly large man himself, you know, a big dude. And yet Travis Kelsey almost knocked him over because there was quite a a, a hefty charge well, and then, there. And then proceeds to scream. And he's screaming at him. Face. Right. And and I know everyone who is rolling their eyes right now is saying, that's, com- that's competition. That's competitive. I know. I know that. I I remember seeing that as well when uh, there were videos of uh, Peyton Manning and Jeff Saturday. You've seen those videos, right, where they've gone back NFL films where Peyton Manning's like, hey, you, how about you just block and we'll we'll run the offense? And Jeff Saturday's like, why don't you make some better calls? And he's like, why don't you block better? And they're just in each other's face, cussing each other out. Yeah. Those guys have said afterwards, that's just the heat of the moment. Why is it, though, like to your point, 
I have seen players that have done stuff like this, less than that, get raked over the coals for three days by the NFL media for that's just not how you win. That's just not what you do. If they lost this game, that would have been a bigger story. I just, I feel like during the broadcast, it was just sort of pushed aside. Well, yeah. And, and I'm, I'm of the belief that that stuff, the, the yelling and getting in each other's faces, it does happen in pro sports a lot more than, obviously you're not going to see that in college for the most part. But in the pros, you're going to see that because these are all professional players. They all have big multi-million dollar contracts. Some of them have money in their contracts riding on winning this game, but they all just want it because it's they're highly competitive people. But what I don't like is when we just brush over some people that do it and not over others. I feel like, if anything, maybe we should give a little bit more of that it's just competition, heat of the moment stuff to guys like Odell Beckham Jr. when he has shown up his quarterback and people say, that's a bad look. Is it? Or is it that guy just being super competitive like Travis Kelsey? Because you can't have it both ways. You can't get mad about one and then say the other one is just good, healthy, competitive spirit. It's either both of them are or neither of them yeah, are. Yeah, we, we saw it with uh, Pat Mahomes and uh, Rice last yeah. night, too, where you know he's like, I'm open. He's like, shut up. Yeah, right. That, yes. It's shut a- up. And they're screaming at each other. And you're right. If they would have lost that game. That you would, would you would point to that and say, look at that dysfunction. And that's the difference between this Chiefs team and the teams yes. that have won the Super Bowls. But instead, they win the game and no one says a damn word. Well, that's that's what I, I just feel like there's something to be looked at there as to why we are looking at certain players and saying, oh, that's healthy. Yeah, it's good. No, it's because you think that guy's a winner or you've got some value placed on the way that guy does what he does. That, again... If Andy Reid fell over and broke his hip in that moment or broke his arm, you know, that would not be viewed. Yes, it would have been an accident. I don't think Travis Kelsey's a bad dude. None of that. But you can still be out of control and not doing a healthy thing in a moment where you're ultra competitive, right? We've seen players go over the line for competitive reasons. And I don't just mean like bumping to their head coach or screaming at someone. I mean, on the field, we've seen guys lose their minds and take a dumb penalty. And everybody goes, wow, that guy didn't have composure. That's why this team doesn't win. They don't have composure. You don't think if that was like a rookie coach and a, I don't know, a tight end that maybe had had before some problems of getting thrown out of games or something, like people would then be saying, oh, there you go. Can't win like that. This moment's too big for them. But those two are proven winning champions doing exactly the same thing that we would mock if it was a rookie head coach and a problem, you know, player on another team. We would say those, there there you go. Not a good organization. No, same, same organization that's won all them Super Bowls and got all them AFC championship games. But they do that too because it's a competitive environment. Speaking of OBJ, he was there last night. I saw that. He's together with... uh, Kim K. I did not realize him and Kim Kardashian were an item. They made it uh, official last Looks night. Like I guess I mean, they, they were out. They were holding, holding hands. hands and yeah. He they, requested her not to wipe. She, I would assume, responded prepared, in kind. Prepared for that. I mean, he likes asses. <laughs> She's got a big ass. That's baby <laughs> no worky. OBJ's dad has uh, got a lot of the footage from all that, and he'll be releasing that soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I just wonder how, like, how did that introduction happen? What do you mean? Have they known each other? For- what introduction do you? It's hi, I'm Kim Kardashian. I'm fairly no. aware of modern American sports. I've heard of Odell Beckham Jr. Right, but who, like, who calls who? Like, do you meet at a party? Is there? 
I guess you're. I got all right. So you're saying how do celebrities ever meet? No, in how, right. How do, they, how do they get together? Who's? I the, mean, how do, how do you like if if Obel, Odell Beckham Jr. sitting around saying, "Man, I'd love to ask her out on a date." Does he just somebody gives him the number? Yeah, he probably can ask like a manager or someone and say, "Hey, I I want to get in touch with Kim Kardashian. How do I go about doing that?" And then maybe it's like, "Well, and then Kim gives you the okay, like, oh yeah, call me on this day." Maybe there's that, or maybe it's as simple as when you're rich and famous, you hang out in rich and famous circles, and you could bump be. into each other and you just strike up a conversation. Have they known each other for years? That I don't. Is know. Is this a new? I don't thing? know. Where they I, admired each other from afar. Again, these are just questions I want to know the answer to. I understand. That's all. Yeah. Um, People will scream about something else. I'm going to tell you what they're going to scream about coming up next. This show being bad and PP no worky. Mm. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for an accident on eastbound 33 between 161 and Avery Muirfield Drive. There's a vehicle in the median there. And you'll also hit some slower traffic on northbound 71 on the south side between Greenlawn Avenue and 315. This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Strong enough for a Mastiff, but gentle enough for a Chihuahua. Invisible Fence brand is more than a fence. Customized for every pet, every need, and every yard, their hands-on training and exclusive technology ensures your pet is protected while giving them more room to run. Learn more at InvisibleFence.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Happy to be wrong, which is good because they're always wrong. This is Man and Bone. Colin Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinder Motor Company, the post-Super Bowl edition of Uh, the show today. That's right. And I saw the NFL just tweeted out about 25 minutes ago. Never too early to ask who's raising the Lombardi in New Orleans in 2025. Mm-hmm. And they have the, uh, it says who you got. It's a graphic. It's got all the logos of the NFL teams. Then it has what I forgot because I have to familiar my, familiarize myself with Roman numerals every so often because I forget them. Uh, the next Super Bowl will be Super Bowl 59. Are you aware of how that is expressed in Roman numerals? Because no. I had forgotten. It is L-I-X. Super Bowl Licks? Licks? Yeah, next year is Super Bowl Licks. Let's go. Licking County, ready for that one, huh? Yeah. Let's go to New Orleans and get licks. For all you uh, conspiracy theorists, I did see the, the logo. It's like, well, you could tell it was going to be in the Super Bowl by the colors of the logo. Okay. All right. Well, there's like 9 million colors in the logo. I'm looking, so, at, I'm looking at the logo right now for Super Bowl Licks. It's uh, if you want to see this, it's red and it looks like a like a highlighter green. Seahawks. So Seahawks and Chiefs is that what it's going to be? I well, think there's more red teams. No, but the Chiefs are the defending champs. They'll probably be back. They're an AFC team that's red. I'm trying to think, I'm saying I mean, there's lots of red. Well, I'm trying to think in the AFC, which teams could you go with that are that maybe are red? Maybe it's not the Seahawks. Maybe it's the Jaguars' tongue. <laughs> No, it's not that highlight. It's it'd be it's closer to the Jaguars like like body color than it is the the tongue. This is like a highlighter, almost yellowish, which would open it up if it's yellow. Uh, they confirmed this on Friday that Amazon Prime Video will get themselves a streaming only playoff game next season. Of course, we had the Peacock streaming game. I assume they're going to still have one next season. So let the bitching commence. Look, all right. If if you want to get all worked up about this, go ahead. I guess. I just find it comical. Here we are, sports fans. We're used to paying for cable. 
paying outrageous ticket prices, trying to figure out how regional sports networks work, right? And you put a playoff game on a streaming service, which, by the way, was on free television in the two home local markets. Right. It's like, what are you going to do in Kansas City? You're going to turn on the TV in Kansas City, and it's going to be there for free, okay? But it amazes me how the Chris Russo's of the world can go on first take and have these nuclear meltdowns about you're spitting in the fans' faces and how dare you put this behind a paywall. Meanwhile, Chris Russo does his radio show behind a paywall on for satellite radio. Yeah, He used to be on regular radio for right? free. For free. Stern was talking about this too, saying, I, I can't believe they put it behind a paywall. You are behind a paywall. You're even behind another paywall. Because if you buy the Sirius subscription, you got to buy another thing on top of that just to get stern. Good Lord. I didn't even think of that. It, right. it amazes me. That's that how is, stupid we are. We, we've been paying for cable forever. Well, that's right. Like, there is a payment in place to watch NFL games if you don't watch with rabbit ears. Which it is available on Rabbit Ears, right? I mean, you could have watched that Super Bowl last night without paying anything other than your initial equipment costs of having a television and some way to get a HD signal to your TV through over-the-air means. But if you have subscribed to, whether it's cable, satellite, YouTube TV, name your thing, you've paid money to watch this stuff. Now we're all about then which what amount is too much to pay. And I get all of that. And I do understand, and I'm with you, that... There are some some bridges that are too far where it's like, oh, if you want to watch this, then you got to buy this subscription. I know a lot of people won't do that for certain sports, right? If if the entirety of the NHL, including the Blue Jackets, was behind a paywall, and I don't mean on the local cable. I mean, it was now in addition to whatever you have, you have to go pay this extra fee just to watch the NHL, all NHL games like they did with Apple, with MLS. There would be a lot of Jackets fans would say, I have to see these games. I will pay whatever. But there would be some casual fans or some just general NHL fans would say, yeah, then, then they lost me. I'm not doing that. You want If you're an NFL fan who says, I don't want to pay to watch this one playoff game, you don't have to. You, know, you brought up the Apple because you and I have talked about this. We talked about it all season. Yeah. And I, I didn't buy it. And I did. And you did. But look, that's just part of the deal. I, that was a... I didn't want to make that financial commitment to watch soccer. No. If enough people say, this is not worth it to me to watch the NFL, I'm not going to do it. You know, we're talking about price raises and inflation all over the place. You know, McDonald's. Yeah. One of the many fast food places trying to figure out, you know, keeping their shareholders happy with uh, keeping the consumer happy. McDonald's said in their recent earning call, like, yeah, we're going to have to focus on affordability in 2024 because we're seeing that people who are making a certain amount, I think the number they said was $45,000 a year or less, are coming to us less frequently. Mm -hmm. And we got to figure out a way to make that more affordable for people. Is it lip service? Are they going to do it? I don't know. But clearly they've seen enough in their bottom line where they say, we got to figure this out. Because this is not sustainable for a large portion of our audience. If in a few years the NFL looks at streaming playoff games and says, we got to figure this out. Yeah. Because, you know, it's it's impacting our business. We're not growing the fan base the way that we should. It's our regular season ratings are starting to suffer because people are feeling disconnected with the game. Guess what? They'll do that. 
But as long as most of us bitch and moan and then say, all right, Peacock, here we come. And then go watch it. And then right. go watch it. They're not going to change anything. Well, it's a business, kids. By the way, I don't think you have to be like on a righteous indignation side of this either way. If you're someone who says that is wildly inconvenient and I don't want to do it, but whatever, I want to watch an NFL game and you pay the money. It doesn't make you like disingenuous or, oh, you're letting down the cost. No, you could just pay the money and acknowledge it sucks and say, you know, but I'm not doing it other than for this. I'm going to instantly cancel that and I'm not going to watch it other than when there's a playoff game on. If you're someone who says, I will not watch it, I refuse, you have that right too. And if you're someone who's like, ah, whatever, it's all going this way, I'll just buy the peacock, I can afford it. Great. Then none of that is wrong. You know what I mean? There's not a wrong way to do this. We can all say the NFL asking you for more and more and more and more and more money that is wrong. I, I it get seems it. wrong. You know what's fatiguing to me? People who make their living behind paywalls, yes. ranting and raving about paywalls. Yeah. I mean, some of that complaint, some of the complaints about that have come from people who are on ESPN, which last I checked has never been available without paying something to watch it. I saw a sports rumor that makes no sense to me. I'm going to talk to you about it coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You should still watch out for an accident on eastbound 161 after New Albany Road causing some delays. And there's an accident blocking the left lane on westbound 33 between Avery Muirfield Drive and Post Road. A 20-minute slowdown there. This report is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. Let Express Employment Professionals help you hire for contract or full-time jobs. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, and interviews with unqualified applicants. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the location near you. That's ExpressPros.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Happy Monday. So glad you've tuned in. Three hours a day, every single day. Tell a friend. It is Yikes Monday. That is coming up at 534. Uh, McDonald's took away the hot and spicy McChicken because they're stupid. I, I knew Why? this would happen. I knew it. You know, this was one of my go-tos. Under $2. Great value. And I had one last Thursday. And I get a message on Saturday from Max, who works upstairs in the office. Hmm. They took it away. It took what away? Hot and spicy McChicken. I just had one on Thursday. So I thought she was cuckoo. Then I go in the app and then currently not available mm. under hot and spicy McChicken. Oh, no. Look, I enjoy the regular McChicken, but now you've wet my whistle with this hot and spicy McChicken and the regular just won't do. Yeah, imagine if the Wright brothers had been like, hey, is that thing flying up in, all over the place in Dayton? It's the same thing. We're taking it away. Sorry. Forget that we ever made That's that. right. It's the same thing. Go back thing. to walking. Go back to riding on your horses or whatever you were doing back in the 1900s. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Doesn't matter. Bring it back, dopes. Yeah, we know the technology exists. Now you can't hide that from the world. You got to put it out there. Let's go. Uh, here's something that makes no sense to me. Please explain it. Okay. So, Justin Fields. Former Buckeye quarterback for the Bears. Are the Bears going to trade him? Are they going to draft somebody else at number one? It's all up in the air. They haven't told us. They haven't tipped their hand. Yep. Yep. Um, and now I saw a report originating from NFL Network saying the Falcons are very interested in Justin Fields. Hmm. Okay. I'm not saying they shouldn't be. I'm not saying any of that. 
it just confuses me because last offseason, they had an opportunity to get Lamar Jackson for money. Right? I mean, they're just they're handing money to Lamar Jackson. Them and other teams said, nah, not interested. Well, we feel like there's durability issues and inconsistency issues and not interested in a guy who won the MVP. And now, I mean, had won it before. Had won and it before. It turns and out now just had an MVP season after won that. Won it again. They look very foolish now. Even after this season was over, Arthur Blank came out and defended that. And said, yeah, if I had to do it again, I still wouldn't do it. Well, you're stupid. So now, if these reports are true, you're interested in Justin Fields, who, to me, is a less proven, also injury-prone version of Lamar Jackson that you have to give up picks picks to get. And I assume if you're going to give up those picks, you're also going to sign him to an extension. Because you're not trading for him unless you believe he's the long-term answer for your franchise, correct? I wouldn't think you would give up picks just to have, let's see what he can do for a year, and then have to sign to a massive contract. So one year ago, the Atlanta Falcons said, oh, Lamar Jackson, and eh, too injury-prone, too inconsistent, we don't want that. This offseason, hey, Justin Fields, a lesser version of that guy from last year. And we have to give up draft picks to get him. And we have to pay him an extension. Sign me up for that. Well, doesn't it make way more sense? And I'm not saying the Falcons will be the team to do it, though they certainly fit the mold. Wouldn't it make way more sense that a team that's willing to trade with the Bears would say, yeah, that's nice with Justin Fields. How about your number one pick? How about that? Right? Like, wouldn't they rather have that to deal? Apparently, the asking price is so high. That's what I'm reading is that they're just they're asking so much for this number one pick, which to me, they should. Yes. If if you decide Justin Fields is our guy, at least for one more year, we we feel we feel like we owe it to him. We're not ready to move on. We're bringing back his head coach. We're going to see what he can do with another offensive coordinator. This is going to be the make or break year. If you don't get the deal that you want at number one, then just pick who you want. Right, at number one. Go if get the best player. Right, if that, in your opinion, if Marvin Harrison is the best guy on the draft board, then just take him at number one. Yeah, or if it's a pass rusher or a lineman, take him. Get the best player available. It's not a quarterback. I think part of what this discourse misses misses, and that too, the the discourse around the number one pick often misses is it gets boiled down to, well, Falcons need a quarterback. So they're going to either go trade for a quarterback or trade for that number one pick if they can. But that asking price is pretty high. Caleb Williams, I don't know if he's that good. Uh, hard to say. Right. You could still have the number one pick and get a like a perennial, no doubt, all pro that ends up being a first ballot Hall of Famer who doesn't happen to play quarterback, right? The Bears could decide to keep the pick, pick, not trade Justin Fields, and draft a guy who ends up helping them win a Super Bowl. Could they not? I mean... This idea that you have to trade the number one pick if you're not going to pick a quarterback is silly. It's not bad to entertain those discussions and see if the quarterback landscape and the amount of fervor that gets generated over having a quarterback, if that gets you an amount of picks that you're like, I can't ignore this. I got to do it. Great. But if worst case scenario, you end up keeping Justin Fields and drafting the best player in the draft, according to your scouts who you hired, who you trust, Is that a bad outcome? I don't think it is. I think that's a great outcome. 
Uh, Buckeyes beat Maryland in double overtime on Saturday. Yay. Oh, are we talking about the gentlemen Buckeyes? Gentlemen Buckeyes. The gentlemen Buckeyes. That's right. Yeah, they got to the, uh, win. Not the lady Buckeyes. Well, if, if you're not going to stop calling them lady Buckeyes, I'm going to start calling them. I did I know, stop calling them you. lady Buckeyes. Go yell at Ryan Baker. <laughs> I'm just saying. They're not the lady Buckeyes, but if we're going to call anybody by any proper names, the gentlemen Buckeyes, I guess, is who we got to go with here. Uh, they're in Madison tomorrow night for the Sinking Badgers. Um, yeah, I, I, go, I was no, just going to no, no. say, I don't think the season was saved because you got a double overtime win at home against a mediocre Maryland team. Season was saved. Oh my gosh, the way some people were like, there you go. Yeah, we're going to turn around now. There you, there you go. What are we talking about? You put your head above water for two seconds and took a breath, but you're still drowning. It was It was needed from the standpoint of... Uh, not even for you to have some hope for the tournament or no to show that your team, I honestly feel bad for those players who just, they have been constantly not getting the job done and the team, the coaching staff, everyone has not been getting the job done. That just sucks to go through it as a person. I feel bad for the other persons that play basketball that are dealing with that for them personally. It's great that they got to win. I'm happy for them, Right. Does that mean at all that our issues with Buckeye basketball on the men's side are all fixed? No, it does not. It means right now they have a win finally after a string of losses again in January. Let's see if they can string a second, a third, et cetera, together. Then I'll talk about some hopefulness or whatever, but oh, none, of, none of that's, none of that's happening we're at right now. Is a none program. of that's happening. Your team wins one game at home against a team that talent-wise they're equal to. It's not like Purdue came in here. No. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, are they, are they back? No, they're not back. No. They suck. And you're going to see it, by the way, tomorrow night. Hey, oh, Wisconsin, they're ready for us. They suck too. Okay. Yeah, well, but this is we'll, we'll this see. is at Wisconsin. Yeah, we'll see. And I don't know. I If I were Wisconsin and I had a little string like they've had right now where they've just been going through it, losing games, I'd look at Ohio State coming in and go, oh, well, thank goodness. Now we got a chance to get right. That's I'm not trying to rip the Buckeyes. I'm saying... That's how good teams do look at this Ohio State basketball not, program right now. That's not ripping the Buckeyes. That's calling it as you see it. Exactly. So congratulations. You got a victory on Saturday. Now let's start stacking victories together. I don't believe they can do it. So that's point number one I might wanted to make. Point number two, because I think it was before the Buckeye game on FS1, they had the Butler game on, right? Mm. Yeah. And, and Thad was there. Yeah. Because he's coaching Butler. Let me just say something about Thad. Thad, and I'm going to leave it here. It, it dies here. Thad Mata is the worst-looking 56-year-old man in the history of the world. Okay. He looks like he's 90 years old. Well, and that has nothing what? to do with gimpy foot. No, I, that's I, I just, don't know. He ages poorly. Well, that's fine. I also know that Thad is one of the best basketball coaches that has ever coached at Ohio State. I am not talking about that. I know. This is pure looks sure. that I'm discussing here. Can All I right? can I also say one thing about Thad with the Butler program? There are a lot of basketball fans saying, why did we get rid of Thad Mata? Look at what's happened since. I just want to point out, don't rewrite history. At yes, the time, it, was, it was time to go. At the time this occurred, the program had stagnated, and we thought maybe the next guy, whoever that would be, they make the right hire, would take the program from there to a new level. And that means going from being an occasional Final Four team 
to being a team that every other year is like threatening for a final four, at least threatening in the elite eight and has that type of top 10 ability year in year out and getting huge recruits left and right. That's what we were hoping for with the next hire that has not happened. It does not mean getting past the Thad Mata era was a bad thing. Doesn't Why mean, do we always do that? I don't know. But so people, Chris Holtman didn't work out, so that means that we never should have fired Thad. I don't think it was wrong in the moment for people to feel that way. I mean, we certainly said it was time to go. I don't think that was wrong. I stand by that. I do think that I was hopeful that Holtman would be better than what Thad had done. I don't want Thad that, back that has not. No, I want, I'm just saying there are Buckeye fans going, it's cruel to put them on right before our games. It's like, it's literally not a thought process. It's just, he coaches at Butler and yes, he's gotten a lot out of a team that does not get the recruits that Ohio state should be getting. You will never get the recruits at Butler that you should be getting at Ohio state. Don't take some of their recent successes and say, Oh, well they made some final fours. Yeah, they sure did a decade ago. That's all. That's all done. Now they are back to being a team that gets not the same level recruit as Ohio state does. And yet Thad's getting more out of them. That's great. I don't know that Thad here now would work but you can put that thought out of your mind yes and chris holtman's failures success lack thereof has nothing to do with thad coaching at butler nothing no i'll say this like you were just talking about that not the not the handsomest person in the world one of the most aged 56 year old men you've ever seen chris holtman very handsome mank but can't coach a basketball team here at ohio state so <laughs> What am I supposed to do with this info? I mean, like, great. We can talk. <laughs> no, there's nothing to do. Just, know, a total, just saying, totally superficial just observation. We're making superficial observations. That's all we do here. Although I had forgotten about Thad when he put on the Buckeye uniform. Do you remember that? Yes. That you know what? He looked better there. He looked a little he was a little more handsome then. Well, that was probably what, like ten years ago? It was. Now? It was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just putting just putting it out there. He had his moments. Just looking at Thad's record to finish up. At Ohio State? At Ohio State. Uh, tenth in the conference, seventh, sixth, fifth, and then they finished second in twenty thirteen. That's the year they went to the elite eight. Okay, right. Yeah, no, Thad did great things here. Yeah, but we were hoping for the program to go from there right. to and another then, level. Plateau. How dare? <laughs> How dare we have any expectations for this basketball program? Don't even Get want Jeff that. Goodman on the phone. Yeah, no kidding. My God. Right, what's coming up next? Oh, we have uh, Ryan Day, Buckeye Football News. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You'll find traffic is stop and go, causing a five-minute slowdown on northbound 270 on the north outer belt between Tuttle Crossing Boulevard and 161. And also watch out for an accident at the intersection of Cleveland Avenue and Weber Road. This report is sponsored by AAA Car Care Plus. Save $104 on select sets of four Nokian tires at AAA Car Care Plus. Not a member, not a problem. Everyone can save $104 on Nokian tires through February 17th at AAA Car Care Plus locations. See store for details. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Come for the obesity, stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. It is Yikes Monday. Yikes coming up at 534. Um, how is it possible that you have a team playing in the Super Bowl in the San Francisco 49ers where a large percentage of their team 
had no idea what the overtime rules were. Yeah, I find that to be pretty odd. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I could understand if a player or two were to come out after the game and say, yeah, we went over it and I got to be honest, after sitting through that meeting, I still was confused, but they definitely made us aware of it and I just didn't really pay attention because I didn't think I needed to know it. A lot of them said they had no idea until it flashed on the scoreboard when they said, oh, here are the rules for postseason overtime. Now, we can discuss whether you should have different rules for overtime than the regular season. That's a worthy discussion. But all these people talk about all the time, these coaches talk about, oh, I don't even see my family. I have a cot. Right. I sleep in the office. There's just so much stuff for me to know and learn. And these players are working all the time. So much so, they don't even know the rules. Well, right. And this one is a little difficult because this is the first Super Bowl where this has happened that the overtime rules are different for the pro, for the regular season versus this, right? Because in the regular well, yeah. season, among other things, if you score a touchdown as the opening drive, if you're the team that wins the, you know, toss and you get the you choose the ball and you win and score a touchdown, you automatically win the game. If you do not score a touchdown, the other team can go down. That is not the case in the Super Bowl. That is not the case in in that game last night. You can go right down, score a touchdown, and then the Chiefs would have gotten the ball back and had a chance to match that. Yes. And then it's like a quarter, and then it just keeps going after that. So That's why there was really no sense of urgency there at the end. Yeah, because they didn't have to get it in by they a certain they time. They didn't have to get that playoff. Nope. Because they're still in the middle of their first possession. Yeah. The game would have continued. Would have gone into essentially a sixth quarter, for yes. lack of a better term. That's right. Or whatever we call that extra time. It wasn't a full quarter. I just with all the preparation these guys put into it. I'm I'm surprised that well, first of all, I'm surprised you'd admit it. I just lie. Sure. Even even though I didn't know. I, I yeah, I knew what it was. Sure. I mean, there were players saying that they were reading it on the board because they put it up in the stadium. And they were reading it, too, at the same time, going, wait a second, what does this say? So, I mean, I, you generally have to wonder. I mean, I assume the coaches knew, but you generally have to wonder if some of the players on the field for the last play of the game, what ended up being the last play of the game, right? If they knew that that play would end up being the difference. Let me ask you this. Could cause you to essentially have, I, I don't know. Like, There's did been they, discussion about this. 49ers won the toss in overtime. Yeah. What, do, what do you always do? You always take the ball in overtime because you want to drive down there, score a touchdown, win the game. Game's over. Right. Right. But if they would have thought about it a little bit more, wouldn't you defer? I mean, you, there's, a, there's a reasonable discussion to be had for doing that to see what Pat Mahomes does, see if you can stop him. Well, because then you know what you need. Yes. So, you know, it's like, well, I, I got to go for it on the fourth down because... I, I, I'm going to lose the game yeah, you if, I don't, if I don't get this. Right. I, I, I'm, I'm scoring a touchdown here because I'm going to lose the game if I don't score a touchdown here. Yeah. that I mean, by contrast, you're saying, well, what did the Chiefs players know? The Chiefs players said they went over this in practice for the last two weeks. They talked about it multiple times. They knew what the situation was. They knew why they were doing what they were doing. There was no doubt on their sideline. So, I mean, this is probably a good point to stop like and talk about Kyle Shanahan, right? I mean, this is a guy who has had some crazy amount of success getting his team to multiple cha- NFC championship games over the last five years. And yet, he does not have a Super Bowl to show for it. I would just caution people who are going to write off Kyle Shanahan as like, can't get it done in the big game. If for no other reason, then you can look right across the sideline to the guy who has now three Super Bowls to his resume and Andy Reid. And say yes. Once upon a time, that was his. Knock. That's right. That's, That's exactly right. what people said Andy about him. Reed was able to turn the corner. Now, of course, he's legendary. 
Yeah. Can Kyle Shanahan do that? That's yet to be determined. Well, and so far, no. I think part of that has to be said with Andy Reid. I think he's a very good coach. He was a very good coach when he had Donovan McNabb and T.O. and all that group when he was there with the Eagles. But it, is it a surprise that he's won the Super Bowl after, yes, some time in the league, some further time in the league, also getting a quarterback that we are now having somewhat legitimate discussions about being the greatest one to ever play the game? Like, I don't think it is surprising that part of his success is not just Andy Reid took a bunch of bumps no one's heard of and turned him into champions. He did end up finding through his team and their homework and everything, they found a quarterback and developed a quarterback that has now gone out and won you some games and played very well. They did a great job with that defense. So could the Niners do that as well? Yeah. I mean, the Brock Purdy situation discussion, right? About how good is he? I don't know, man. He's really good in that offense. I don't know what he would do if he played for other teams. I don't know what it would happen, but him and Kyle Shanahan seem to have some magic together. Give that a few more years and see what happens. Ryan Day and the Buckeyes make the Chip Kelly hire official. They're also on the hook for his buyout at UCLA, which is a whopping $1.5 million. So they, of course, will pay that or have a rich person pay that for them. So it's official. Chip Kelly's your offensive coordinator and quarterback coach for Ohio State. We talked about this last week as the story was developing. It's one of the stranger things that I can remember. But then again, this is new college football. I'm amazed every single day by something. I really am. Nothing surprises me anymore. I mean, I guess it it becomes unique because you're talking about a guy leaving a job where he was still going to be the head coach and was going to make $6 million this next year. But if you look at the context of where UCLA has been, that's a program that's going down, not up. And it's a program that he led to that point. It's not like he didn't have anything to do with it. He clearly did. But they, by rights, a lot of USCLA fans, I think, would have said, this guy should have been out at the end of the season. UCLA opted to hang on and not do that. Now they're left uh, finding a coach. I guess they've already done that. But UCLA... Deshaun Foster is going to be their guy. Yeah, which is a fine hire. I don't think anybody else that was on the list of you know other current coaches would have made any UCLA fans any happier than that. That's a guy who played there and has a big connection. But yeah, ultimately, I think the Chip Chip Kelly hire is great. I do not know why UCLA decided not to fire him if they didn't think he was the right guy for the job. But maybe it's as simple as they're just stupid and thought that was a good idea to just have him coach another year where everyone wanted him run out of town and he seemed to have lost some energy for that job. Either way, he doesn't have to do that here. He just has to run the offense and that's fine with me. This story is very odd. So... I think it was last Thursday or Friday, Schefter reported that Mike Zimmer was going to be the new Cowboys defensive coordinator. Okay? Yeah. And so everybody just sort of ran with that because why wouldn't you? Rex Ryan then, former head coach, former defensive coordinator, he's on ESPN with his big cap teeth now. He came on the air and said, I can refute this because I interviewed for that job and Mike Zimmer has not been named the coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys. I am still in the running for this oh, job. Wow. So he said that, right? Yeah. And a lot of people said, well, who's, who's got it right? Is it is it Rex Ryan? Is it Schefter who has it right? Well, Ed Werder, who also works for ESPN, came out today and said, yes, Rex Ryan is still in the running for this job. They may wind up hiring Mike Zimmer anyway, but it's not done. That's... That's a surprise. I did not expect Rex Ryan would even be in consideration for these jobs. Going well, this forward. is this is you know ESPN on ESPN crime here because Schefter reports it. Mm-hmm. He works for ESPN. Rex Ryan refutes it. 
He works for ESPN. Ed Werder confirms the refutement. Not real. He works for ESPN. And Schefter is somewhere crying or just going on about his day, not caring at all that he got this wrong. Well, he that does too. that quite often, but whatever. Looking at his Jim Harbaugh fathead doll and, and licking it. Yeah, I mean, doll? Doll. Rob Ryan, he also was the defensive coordinator at Dallas at one point, right? Rex Ryan. His, no, Rob. Rob Ryan, yes. Rob was. Yeah. Brothers Ryan. Yes. Rob flowing gray locks. Drove down. Pregnant looking. Drove, I forget to which job, maybe that job, with a van where they said he opened up the van door and just boxes of pizzas fell out because he was stopping along the way and eating pizza, which right. sounds like a great road trip idea. Why have more people not done this? But now maybe Rex Ryan's back in the game, which I would be all about just if nothing else for the fun press conferences where he gets all riled up and people get mad at him for having a bad defense. I am excited to watch something tonight. I'm going to tell you what it is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You're going to hit a 15-minute slowdown on northbound 270 on the north outer belt between Tuttle Crossing Boulevard and 161. And just a couple-minute delay on northbound 71 on the north side between 670 and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Temperatures getting low, but demand remaining high? You need Indeed. Their all-in-one platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. And Indeed's interview tool lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the their website. Visit indeed.com slash credit. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Monday. The segment that's not a segment. Yikes. One hour from now. Hey, tonight, there's actually something about the NBA that I want to watch. Okay. There is a four-part docuseries starting at 7 o'clock tonight on True TV, all about inside the NBA. Oh. They're going to focus on Ernie. They're going to focus on Shaq. They're going to focus on Charles. They're going to focus on Kenny. In four different little episodes, they're going to stack together. And it's all tonight. It's not like, oh, part two's tomorrow night. Starts at 7. I think it goes till midnight. Wow, really? That yeah, long so of a it's, thing. It's, it's all tonight. Well, I didn't know it was all that. I will definitely record those and probably watch them over time. But yeah, that's I, I saw that earlier today and thought that's a great idea because I do love that show. Anytime I get to watch it, I enjoy it. I think it is the greatest studio show. I mean, I, I find myself watching it and I have no idea what they're talking about and I don't care. It's not a sport that I follow at this point in my life. I did when I was younger. Maybe I'll pick it up in a few years. I have no idea. But the dynamic on that studio show is second to none. I well, love it. You know what I think makes that show endearing, and this is this is me. This is my preference. I don't like it when shows don't. I don't like it when people don't seem to have a sense of humor about themselves or what they're talking about. You will hear certainly on Inside the NBA. You will hear them talking about. You know, listen, Shaq will or Shaq Charles will do this often. Where he'll say, "Listen, if this guy doesn't do this and this and this, he's trash. They should get rid of him." Right. Uh, you will have Shaq make fun of guys who just can't get Shaqed in the fool, right? They do that whole segment where they show guys just totally screwing up. But they will just as quickly be able to make fun of each other, make fun of their own careers, laugh at their own gaffes on the air. They will. The production people will grab that stuff, replay it for them. 
Ernie Johnson, who's a pro, who's in like Hall of Fames for broadcasting, he seems to be able to take all of what is going on around him in stride and laugh about it. No one on that show seems like they're going to say, hey, 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 not here. We don't do that. That's that's not for this is important. Like they don't take it too seriously. And that to me makes it endearing and fun. It is sports after all. It's entertainment. It's supposed to be fun. So tonight, seven o'clock, True TV. They start a four part docuseries. It's all tonight. Uh, ER Auto Care Fan Poll, 971thefan.com. What was the best part of the game last night? The game, the commercials, the halftime show, or none? I was miserable. Okay. Seems like an odd choice. Maybe I guess you, if you're a 49er fan, you were miserable. Or but, maybe if you're a, I guess that, or if you're a Lions fan, maybe you're a, a oh, okay. Bills fan. I All don't right. know. Maybe there's just teams that are like, man, that could have been us, should have been us. We could have been there. Maybe we could have won that well, game. I don't I care don't about the commercials. I don't care about the halftime shows. For me, it was a game. It was an entertaining game. It was a sloppy game to start. Both teams were trying to lose, right? Yeah. They were trying to outbad themselves. But that second half was very entertaining. It was a close game. It goes all the way down to the wire in overtime. When the ratings come out, it'll probably be the highest rated Super Bowl in the history of Super Bowls. That's what the NFL wants. Yeah. There was nothing, to me, there was no downside to that. I do enjoy the halftime show and the commercials and all that, but yeah, the game was great. I thought I thought the game was the best part of it, and I think it lived up to the billing, and it could have gone either way, right down to the wire. So, yes, I, I'm not a big fan of necessarily the Chiefs or the result, but it doesn't matter what I'm a fan of. It was a good game. Here's how I know um, how the commercials are doing. When I look over at Kristen and see if she's weeping. Oh? Because she cries at everything. But especially Super Bowl commercials because they're trying, they're trying to make you feel something. They're aiming for that, yeah. right? They're aiming to make. I think sometimes just it's over the top, where it's like, all right, can we just sell a product, please? Does she know about Tom Rinaldi? Because I feel like if she, I don't think she does. But boy, if she ever she found would out, love it. Yeah, right. Because that's all he does. But what was what was the? I see. I forgot the thing. Was it Apple? Where it was the blind guy taking photographs. Oh, yes, yes. That was actually, I want to say that was Google, but it was, yeah, one of See, the phone there companies. there you go. I have no idea I what the was... product actually was, but I look over at her, just full sob. Yeah. Hysterical sobbing. <laughs> well, and I had to deal with kids who have come from me, who have a cynical attitude about everything, and I'm trying to work on that with myself and them. But one of their responses, I forget which one of them said it, the oldest two. Why does a blind guy need well, to take said, pictures? Well, they said like, well, they were just saying like, How's he supposed to see them after he takes the picture? And I'm like, well, I, I'm, I'm guessing he can hold it up closer or it's to send to people to say, here's a photo of me at this thing. Well, his, which, his wife can see. Yeah, right. right? His, new, his yeah. new baby can see. Right. Sure. Yeah. It just, you know, again, also, it's a commercial highlighting. They're trying to get you connect to someone on a human level and say, hey, we have this new technology that does all of these crazy things. So... Yeah, but my kids were like, why does he need that? I'm like, well, I'm sure he does. I'm sure there's reasons. I've not been in that situation, but I'm sure clearly there's a need for this. Why would they spend all this money and time to develop it if people weren't asking for it? I, this, that's the question that I ask myself all the time, and I've just I've learned to stop doing it. I'm going to stop doing it because I'm watching like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the uh, State Farm commercial, mm-hmm. and my first instinct is, why is he doing this? Why does he oh. need this? Well, for money, it's like I, I understand for money. He's he's got money. He he's had, got hundreds of millions of dollars. For you and I are two of the people who've actually read his biography. Oddly enough, his autobiography, I guess. Yeah, it was great. Wrote Total it. Recall. Yes, but he talks about in that how this man had money before he ever made a mo- a movie. This guy 
when he was a bodybuilder, made enough money there. He made some smart moves where he bought real estate, bought real estate in California back when that was a thing you could do where it was relatively cheap. Yeah. Bought office buildings in downtown LA back, you know, 50 years ago, 40 years ago, and then watched those buildings gain a ton of value. And then also, yes, married a Kennedy and, and went on to act in movies and made a lot of money doing that too. But and we're just glossing over the fact that he was the two-term California <laughs> right. governor. Yeah. And now he's 76 years old saying, like a good neighbor. Right. To run for governor, you have to have the access that most people need to run for president to large amounts of cash. Not just your own, but donations from very wealthy people. So, yeah, the fact that he ran and won twice as the governor of California. Yeah, I- I'm with you. I don't know why he I needs to do why. it. But you know what, though? People seem to enjoy it. So I think what they should have done is they have that whole thing with it's neighbor, it's neighbor, neighbor. Yeah. Right. right. And then at the end, he just finally says it right. Neighbor. He says neighbor. Yeah. And they all look at him and they say, that is oddly unsettling. Please don't say it like <laughs> don't that, ever again. Do that again. Don't right. ever do that again. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I, uh, I also appreciate it because maybe Arnold, part of the commercial thing there is just People like me, I have made more money than I know what to do with. But now I just want to do this because it, it. in his mind, I wonder if he thinks like this gives back. People get to see me on screen. They they miss I, me. I don't, I don't know. know. They, I don't know. They miss me. That would be a, a lot of mental gymnastics to convince yourself I'll why you. you should do a commercial. But like I saw Jeff Goldblum was on the big screen there at, uh, at the Super Bowl, at the stadium, at right, the Legion. Right. He doesn't have Arnold money, though. No, no, he doesn't. But he has money. And he was in those apartment.com commercials and all that stuff. This guy was in Jurassic Park and Jurassic World and all these other things. He's been in lots of stuff, right? Jeff Goldblum, in this in this moment, they show him on the camera. He puts his glasses on and realizes, oh, I'm on the Jumbotron. Did he act like someone who's been on a million films, been on TV forever? No. He got up and danced and added goofy He started grin. jumping up and down. He was excited. He looked just like someone who's never been on TV who was like, oh, my gosh, hey! And he was having so much fun. And I thought, you know, I think that's healthy. Right. He he wasn't I don't think he was doing that to promote anything or whatever. He just he was having fun. He saw himself on a Jumbotron and acted like a human. And I thought that was good. Who has the best chance to win next year's Super Bowl? We're going to tell you coming up next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for an accident at the intersection of Cleveland Avenue and Weber Road, and you'll hit just a couple-minute delay. If you're traveling on eastbound 70 on the east side between Hamilton Road and 270, this report is sponsored by Discover. If you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you also get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases with no fees, period. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cash. Back debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. I'm Nicole for 97.1, the fan traffic. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Gonna take some gasoline, burn her house down. There you go. Gonna do yikes now. Not now. Not now. 534. Yeah. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, football season ended last night. Well, 
Except when spring football starts up, Teddy's very oh, excited about just, that. Oh, calm down. Yeah, let's let's just rock. Calm Did you see down. all the tweets last night? It's like, now it's our time. Oh, you know? God. By you the know way, what? we don't have enough rock. We need more rock. <laughs> yeah, we do. We yeah, do. Yeah. He's not in half the movies. He's not on WWE now. We're going to be all over that. But it's like every time I was like a commercial for Daytona 500. Yeah. It's like, wing, wing, wing. and then the rock staring into the distance. Yeah, because I. Is he going to be there for that? I, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah he's there for that, yeah. Even that has the rock in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's everywhere. I don't remember what I was going to say now because I've just right, focused on how anyway, much the rock was around. So football season's over until spring football starts, but you know what happens this week? What's that? Reds, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Pitchers and catchers. Okay. Guardians, Thursday. Pitchers and catchers. Sure. We're and getting- then next Saturday... Not this coming Saturday. A week from Saturday. The Saturday after that, spring training action. Mm-hmm. Just and, saying. And you know what's going to be happening that same Saturday? Crew. Columbus Crew are back in start of their season's already back. Let's go. I know, right? We got, it's time, baby. By the way, what what a nice thing. You know how when like the jacket season ends mm-hmm. and then it's like nine years until next fall? Feels like it, right? You're like, oh my God, when did they stop playing? I forgot we had a team here. <laughs> This is what, and teams that have won the cup, yes, they have that same thought where it's like, man, it's, well, weren't we just here? Weren't we just playing and now they're well, back already? You were, but yeah. my dumb team's been on the golf course since April. <laughs> right. If you have a Stanley Cup winner, you finish in June and then it's July, August, and by September, you're back. So I know the soccer offseason just by nature is shorter than most of the other sports, but this is what happens when you have a team that wins the title. It's a very good point by you. I would say that there are some fan bases who probably don't feel like it's been that short of an offseason because they've been off for a lot longer. Mm-hmm. You're right. So, yeah, this is, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for, as much as I will miss football, I am excited for college basketball i have watched more of the men's college basketball side in a while than i have the last couple years because i'm not i've just made peace with ohio state not being good not being a tournament team i'm not that i like i'm not frustrated by that but i just know that's not happening so now i'm just looking around going all right well who is going to be the top team here who's going to get who are the top four seeds i've been watching a lot of that college basketball and watching a lot of the women's college basketball i watched some nba over the weekend baseball's getting fired up I'm here for spring you know, I got, sports. I got, I got I'm a good with that. I got a college basketball sleeper. You ready? Who you got? Listen to me. Yeah. Tournament's coming up. Mm-hmm. This is a team. Don't sleep on them. Not a lot of people are talking about them. Duquesne. <laughs> no, they're not. No. They're not. I don't know. I'll give you one that is a little bit. Not a what? sleeper sleeper. What? Dayton is not bad. Colin, evil bald Colin has been on this for a while. If you've not given Dayton basketball some of your time this year, they're worth it. They're good. They're an exciting team to watch. You know who else you could watch? Who's that? Mid, little mid-major team, Indiana State. Indiana State, I just saw this today. Yeah. Number 23 in the AP. Mm-hmm. It is the first time they have been ranked since 1979 Which when a little guy <laughs> named Larry Bird was playing, and they were number one. Yeah. Well, I told you, they got this dude, Robbie Avila, I believe is how you say his name, who has been a revelation. A lot of people enjoy watching that dude play. He's like 6'10". He wears rec specs. And he's out there. What's his nickname again? Well, there's there's the uh, the one that you told thinking? me that I thought there's was funny. The, uh, he's like the the Djokovic of the of college, but then also Cream Abdul Jabbar. Cream, that's yes. right. Because he's a white, Kareem, he's a yeah, pasty white guy. Yeah, but he is man, he's good. And he like six ten, 
but he'll he'll there are games where he'll have more assists than you'd think he would have points because he just finds people. He is he can rebound. He does it all. And, and it's you great. know what too? Like you put him like his forty times probably thirteen seconds. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah, who cares? Doesn't he can matter. Play. He can play ball, man. I'm just saying. In a weird way, because I'm not so stressed about the OSU basketball team, the men's team, I'm able to just kind of watch college basketball now and not go, oh, man, they're better than us. Oh, they're better. No, I don't care. I'm just watching they're basketball all again. better than you. No kidding. Um, who's going to win next year's Super Bowl? Here are some odds. Yes. 49ers plus 550. They are the leaders in the clubhouse. Then it's the Chiefs at plus 650. All right. Ravens plus 900. Bills plus 1,000. Lions plus 1200. Bengals, people expect them to be back plus 1300. Hey, man, could be a bargain if uh, Joe Burrow is back and healthy and plays an entire season. It's a bargain. Yeah. Plus 3500. $10 bet wins you 360 bucks. Brownies. Oh, sure. I mean, let's just go ahead and put a bet on the team that's, you know, been known to be the team that can't get to a Super Bowl, can't get to a championship game. I get what you're saying. He's at odds, man. No, you're right. They're they're long shot. If you're looking for a long shot to put some money on, if you think Deshaun Watson's going to come back and actually be the Deshaun Watson he was in the final couple games you saw him in. There's some more value for you. Sure. Buccaneers plus 7,000. Believe in Baker Mayfield. Bet, huh? Well, playoff team. That's what I'm uh, telling playoff you. Playoff team, yeah. Bet $10, win 710 bucks. All right. The I mean, worst odds go to the Carolina Panthers plus 25,000. You, you bet $10, you... You win two thousand five hundred and ten dollars. Good night. Now those are my type of odds. That's <laughs> what I, if I'm not, if my parlay is not getting those level of odds, I don't want in because I like I enjoy taking the big swings with no real chance of winning just for fun. I don't know why I do that. It's a I lose so much money doing it, but it's fun for me. I don't know why I get suckered into it every time. Broncos plus ten thousand. Yeah, but ten dollar bet wins you one thousand well, ten bucks. At, at this point, what are you believing in there? I'm just saying. You believe well, yeah, in Sean I, Payton? I, you believe in Sean Payton? I don't. No. Okay. I don't believe in him. I don't either. But maybe people do. Last time he was and good. If you do, there's some odds for you. Last time he was good, they was putting bounties on guys' heads, right? And then they told him they couldn't do that anymore. And then uh, has he won since then? I don't think so. I don't so. know if it was the bounties or the fact that he had Drew Brees. Okay, both. Throwing let's, all let's over the place. Both. I'm just saying, since he lost a healthy Drew Brees and you couldn't like annihilate a dude for 500 bucks, yeah, he's not done well. Well, you you can just don't tell anybody about it. Don't put it in an email with your signature on it. Yes, and copy everyone in the team. Yes. Yeah, that's that's right. That's right. Fat boy food tip next. Colin Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grand View Browns backers. You'll find an accident on the right shoulder of westbound 70 on the east side at the 71 east split. And you'll run into slow traffic on eastbound 33 between Hamilton Road and Ebright Road. This report is sponsored by Take 5 Oil Change. At Take 5, they're faster than you think. That means they'll change your oil and have you back on the road before you can count all the change in your center console. Cha-ching, baby. Just sit back and relax while their fast, friendly team does all the work. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. I'm Nicole for 97.1, The Fan Traffic. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time! This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Monday. By the way, Baker just saying it. UCLA hiring Deshaun Foster. Mm-hmm. 
not to be confused with Arian Foster. Hmm. I don't know what he's doing, but good name for a podcast for him would be Arian Nation. No, it would not. I'm going to go and say, no, don't do that. Don't do that. That sounds awful. About Barry Foster. Hmm. How about, I don't have any Fosters. I'm sorry. Well, you could go Barry. Barry Foster. What about him? Bananas Foster. Oh, Ted, that's Thank good. You. I'm Come mad on. at myself. Savannah Bananas. Uh, I'm, I'm blanking on everything today. What is going on with me? I can't say Savannah I Guthrie. I know. This is what we do, Bone. Woody Guthrie. Isn't that the Woody folk, Guthrie? Isn't that isn't that like a folk singer? My is wrong? it? I feel like Woody Page. <laughs> oh, there you go, Page Spiranak. Mm. I don't have a lot of Spiranaks in my Rolodex. Just Page. We well, can go Page. Oh, uh, Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> Good job, Ted. You're blowing me out of the water Good on this job, game Teddy. today. I'm so out of my Dallas. depth here. Uh, Howard. Yeah. Yeah. Howard Cosell. Howard Stern. Hmm. David Stern. The other Howard Stern who was huh? with uh Anna Nicole Smith. What? Remember? That guy's that guy's yeah. name, the old yeah. guy was named Howard Stern. No, 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 no. The younger guy, her attorney. Oh. That was like the father of her child was also named Howard Stern. I did not know that. Yeah. Will Howard. There you go. Dwight okay. Howard. Mm. He's touching Dwight Schrute. Who? Dwight Schrute from The Office. The Office. Oh, I don't. I don't know. Sorry. I, don't, <laughs> I know. I just thought maybe Dwight Yoakam. Oh yeah, Columbus oh, guy. My guy. Oh, I'm a thousand like, miles I from think nowhere. You're stuck on Dwight. You're not going to get a Yoakam. <laughs> no. Dwight, well, Dwight, Dwight Gooden. Good. Doc Gooden. You could go that route if you want to. Go with a Doc. Mm, Doc Rivers. Mm. That's right. Austin Rivers. Kid. Uh, Stone, Cold, Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Stone Cold, yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, you got me there. That's Stone just, Phillips. I was just going to do Stone ah, Phillips. Ah, you me today. No. Mackenzie Phillips. Who? Who's Mackenzie Phillips? How am I blanking on that? She was an actress. actress. Uh, her oh. dad was in the Mamas and the Papas and oh. like, had sex with her, apparently. Oh, ah. Ah. Um, yeah, troubled, troubled family. Drugs. Is she on One Day at a Time? Yes, that's okay. right. One Day at a Time. Philip Morris. Cigarettes. No, <laughs> that's Phillips, not Philip. Oh, Philip, you're right. So I can't do Wilson Phillips either? You can. Why can't I do Phillips Morris? Is, is it Philip Morris? I thought it was Philip Morris. Philip Morris. Morris. That's Phillip. what I said. What did, what did you say? Mackenzie Phillips. 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 Oh, so it's Phil. I see. You gotcha. gotta go now Phillips. I'm, Lawrence so, Phillips. Dead. Lawrence, well, Lawrence Taylor. Weird. Lawrence Olivier. Hmm. Matthew Olivier. <laughs> no, nice. Matthew Lawrence. <laughs> Joey Lawrence. How, Lawrence. By the way, if you're saying how long, how long can we do this? <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Forever. Nothing that I enjoy more than just naming people. Let me tell you something, man. Every other show out there today has their hot Super Bowl takes. Yeah, go we, ahead. We had our few. But now we're just here to name names. We're I playing the you, name game. I gotta tell you, like, we have talked football all year long. We will talk football tomorrow and the next day. There will be plenty of new storylines yeah, to have. football season's over. Football season never ends. Right. But today, at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, when we're doing this part of the show, 
we have had the entire night of the whole, whole two weeks of talking about this game and watching this game and getting ready for this game. Then yesterday we watched the game. Then last night, everyone talked about it. This morning, everyone talked about it. This afternoon, everyone's talked about it. We have talked about it for two hours. And tomorrow and the next day, there will be new storylines about what is this team going to do with their first overall pick? and what. But I am like almost completely tapped out on Niners Chiefs Super Bowl discussion because we've hit just about everything. So that's what I'm saying is if you're if you're not and you're super ramped up for it, go check out the podcast because we did talk about it earlier. You can listen to that wherever you get podcasts. This episode will be out right after the show, 6 p.m. Uh, Fat Boy Food Tap. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need some music for this. Do you have any? No. Okay. <laughs> this is it's always great when you suggest something and this is the what fat is Albert it? music. Oh yeah, I guess it is. All right. Hey, hey, hey. It's fat Albert. Do you uh do you want me to talk about this or you just want to play the music? It's fine. I'm trying to find some fat. Uh Taco Bell is teasing their 2024 menu, which is good cuz we're in 2024. But they had at the lead up to the Super Bowl, they had the Live Moss Live event from Las Vegas where they brought out some of these menu items. Now, here are some of the things that Chief Food Innovation Officer Liz Matthews shared at this event. They are thinking about or planning on rolling out a triple decker taco with a third cheesy shell. Oh, so I'm guessing what they mean is, you know, they do that with the burrito where they they put the cheese down and then they roll the burrito in it and it gets that cheesy outer layer. Is that what they're, I'm guessing, doing with this? I what don't I, know. They have a horchata latte, which, how could that be bad? Sounds great. A Choco Taco-esque dessert. A Chalupa Chimichanga hybrid. Oh, oh, oh Are yes. there details on that? Not on this sheet. I didn't you watch know, I the love, video. I love me a chimmy. Uh, they're also debuting Elote Queso. What is that? Um, I don't remember what elote is. I did know it at one time. I'm sorry that I don't know it now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to guess some sort of smoky flavor. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, Baja Blast Pie. Now, I did look into this. Baja Blast Pie? Yes. It looks like they take the Baja Blast flavoring. Because, again, Baja Blast is sweet. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a pop flavor. And then they put that into like a creamy, you know, pie, essentially. So that's going to be the sweet taste that you have in that pie. What is Mike's fat song? I don't know. In the system. Go ahead and play it. See what, what happens. I'm scared, though. I am, too. I don't know. What Dad'd be is. ready to dump it. Oh, I know what that is. Forget about it. That's years old, baby. Did you sing? No, someone oh. else was singing. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, it's cinnamon- not worth playing. Fine. Cinnamon Twist dusted with Baja Blast flavoring. Again, I'm in. Uh, they also have a new hot sauce partnership with Secret Aardvark. I don't know what that means, but sure. <laughs> Secret Secret Aardvark. Uh, tahine tacos, twists, and a freeze that will be tested. So tahine is that seasoning that I've seen. Like I've had that on fruit. It's like a nice salty heat flavor. I'm not aware of it. You should get some and try to put it on like a mango or a watermelon. It's delicious. All right. Adds a little spice to a sweetness. It's good. Chicken nuggets. We'd heard about this. Marinated in jalapeno buttermilk mm. with signature bell sauce and jalapeno honey mustard. Mm. Yes. A chicken and steak grilled cheese dipping taco. Yep. I thought they did something like that, but I guess now it's chicken and steak. I don't know. Street taco inspired chalupa with carne asada and cilantro. Oh, that... I, I like that. I Ooh. like a good cilantro. Yeah, man. I don't know why Taco Bell doesn't just offer a taco that is 
meat, cilantro, and onion, done. Like, with a, with just, a corn tortilla. With a corn tortilla. Corn just, tor- yes. Just give me that. Street I don't, style. Now, I love cheese on my tacos. I love all the stuff you currently do with your ta- Taco Bell. I love you. I'm just saying, if you're going to do this, there's no need for me to have 18 different sauces and dips on there. Just, you can do the meat and then a little bit of onion and cilantro, and it's delicious. Dolce de Leche, Cinnabon, Cinnabon Delights, which I've already had the regular Cinnabon Delights, so this is Dolce de Leche, which should be excellent. Uh, Baja Blast Gelato. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We're getting a little bit too big for our britches now, aren't we? Too big for our britches. I'm just saying. I'll tell you something. Gelato. Come on, man. You're Taco Bell. Okay. Ice cream. Whatever. Well, it's going to be. Just call it that. Then. Baja Blast ice cream. Fine. I'm in. You've sold me. I'm in. And finally, a crunch wrap with a giant cheese it cracker instead of a tostada. <laughs> <laughs> so the entire. Hard part of the inside of the crunch wrap. Oh, the crunch there is a hard part. Is a ju- Can I tell you? Peepy worky. I. Well, that's how I thought about the gelato. I mean, I'm ready. But listen, will there be any shame in driving through to a Taco Bell and saying, "Listen, I like all the food you make. You can pe- charge me the full price for this, but instead of giving me the crunch wrap supreme with that giant cheese, it can you just give me the giant cheese it?" Because I would want to try that. I would just want to eat a giant cheese it and Maybe see what that's dips. like. Oh, yeah. Get some dips and yeah. Give me some of that jalapeno way, honey t- or whatever. We talked about this earlier where McDonald's has done away with the hot, hot and spicy McChicken because mm-hmm. they're stupid. Yes. So, so Max, stupid. who works up in the office, she was the one to alert me of this and I was very upset. But she found out because she went to her local McDonald's on Saturday and ordered one. And they said, I'm sorry, we've, we don't have that anymore. To which she instinctively <laughs> replied through the drive-thru, you guys are stupid. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, and not, then the guy's like, well, I didn't. Do it's it's not, not, not you. I know you're not stupid, but just pass it to corporate. Right. You're stupid. Yeah. I mean, this is, I'm telling you, if I go to that, tri- that drive-thru for Taco Bell and they won't give me the Big cheese. Why it? wouldn't they give you a big cheese? I don't know. They'll charge you for it. They're I, not going to yeah. give it to you for free. No, yeah, I'll, give me I'll the pay for it. Give me the big cheese. It. Give me some dips as well. By the way, I was talking with Max because uh, Max is as big of an F one fan as we have in the building. She she enjoys it. And so I had not seen her the last couple of weeks because she's been on vacation. She'd been out ill. She came back and she goes, "Lewis Hamilton to Ferrari, huh? That's her guy. Yeah, Lewis, she Hamilton. Likes Lewis Hamilton, the Mercedes driver who's now going to spend one more year in Mercedes and then off to Ferrari he goes." And she said she's like, she's devastated by it. She doesn't know how to process it. Never thought she'd have to be in this moment. And I just, I want people to know if you don't get Formula One or you don't get some of these other sports that maybe are a little fringe, just know there are people who watch those sports the same way you watch the NFL or college football or anything else you can think of. There are people who are that invested in it, who are living and dying with all these things. So if you're an F1 fan... And you're like, why don't more people at the station like F1? Good news. We have people at the station like F1. Max is one of them. Had some golf this weekend. Matt Kuchar update. Kush! Now you had the uh, waste management open. Where I guess, Teddy, the, the crowds got a little bit too rowdy, right? Yeah, they got oh. uh, a little rowdy, yes. There was a woman, a a woman who fell. Says falling at the 16th hole on Friday. Well, I think because that's the stadium hole, right? Yes. And that's where there's multiple levels of bleachers. So she must have fallen down or yeah, out of the Yeah, the police had to empty out the part of the bleachers where she fell. She was hospitalized. 
they say, with non-life-threatening injuries. But they had to cut off alcohol sales at a certain point because people were just too rowdy. Well, they, they had a bit of a, it sounds like, a management issue at the Waste Management, which was, according to some of the videos I've seen online, which may or may not be accurate, but some of the things that were being reported was that at a certain point, the ticket takers got overwhelmed, the systems weren't working, and so later on in the day, they basically said, whatever, the systems are down, people were complaining and saying, I bought a ticket, why can't I get in? And they Everybody said, just, just come go, in. just get in, because I don't, their systems went down, they weren't working. So then, that had, they said up to 20,000 more people than usual were on the course. Man. And then, they had a similar issue with the beer, where they were running out of beer, the systems for that were not working, and so some of the... They started giving out beer? Well, then people were like, hey, I'm supposed to be in this VIP tent, but your thing can't scan me. Can you just give me the beer I'm supposed to get? They would show them the badge and say, well, I guess, I guess I'm supposed to do that. Here's your beer. And eventually, too many people got the beers. They had to shut all that down. And after a while, people just said, screw this. I paid all this money. I can't get a beer. I can't go to the spot I'm supposed to be. So they left. So it sounds like a not great event after that all broke down. All right. Good news for the Buckeyes. Bad news for Common Sense. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You should be aware of some debris in the left lane if you're traveling on westbound 670 after 315 and you're going to hit slow traffic if you're on northbound 71 on the north side between 5th Avenue and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Serve those who served. Join the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs and make a difference in rural veteran health care. Apply now for rewarding careers in Chillicothe. Visit vacareers.va.gov. I'm Nicole for 97. One, the fan traffic. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Bone, give me a number. Uh, let's go with two. Call number two right now. 614-821-9710 gets a $100 gift card to Kenneth's Salons and Day Spas. This Valentine's Day surprise her with a gift card from Kenneth's. Visit Kenneth's.com. All right, so uh, last week, Mike Zimmer hired his Cowboys defensive coordinator, or so we thought. Rex Ryan said, not so fast. I'm still a candidate for the job. They have not hired anybody. Today, ESPN's Ed Werder and Adam Schefter said they are also still talking to Rex Ryan about the job. And then, like 10 minutes ago, they said, Mike Zimmer is our defensive coordinator. That's official. Wow. So Mike Zimmer, Cowboy defensive coordinator, just like we thought last week, there you go. Yeah, that's, I guess, so nothing really changed at the end of all that. We had a well, lot of they, things they, moving around that made it look like it would change, and then right. we got back to where we thought what we would we be. thought was going to be turns out to be. Okay. Well, good update on that. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I have to pee. Oh, I forgot you have to. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do about that? Mm. Go in the go in your pants? <laughs> gonna just go, your, man. Just go wet yourself. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> just go. Mm-hmm. What do we tease? Oh, oh, good news for the Buckeyes, bad news for common sense. This has something to do, well, it has everything to do with the scoring record that Iowa's Caitlin Clark almost broke this weekend, but didn't break. Yeah. So Caitlin Clark has been chasing this. Kelsey Plum is the one who has the record, 3,527 points in NCAA women's basketball. Caitlin Clark came into this game 
being 39 points behind that, needing to 39 points to break the record. So they had this game on Fox. They're at Nebraska. It's a big game. Nebraska is a decent Big Ten team, top five Big Ten team, but you know Iowa's second ranked team in the country coming into this game. So she got to the fourth quarter of this game, had 31 points going into the fourth quarter, needed eight points to break the record. And there was a little undercurrent going on around the game, before the game, certainly during the game of people saying, I wonder, does Iowa seemed to want this to happen, not at the Nebraska game. They were actually, it seems like, wanted this to happen at their next game, which is a home game against Michigan. Because, of course, that would be in front of the Iowa fans. That would be a nice moment for everybody. And again, sometimes you don't score 39 points in a game. It's okay. For her, that's not out of the norm. I mean, she does score in that range quite often. But 39 still a tall order. On the road in the Big Ten. Well, she got to the third quarter, like I said, 31 points. And then took only two shots in the fourth quarter. And also, it was the only time in Caitlin Clark's career where she had played every minute of a quarter and did not score in it. So so you're saying... That's odd, right? That she tanked on purpose. Oh, I'm not saying she did anything like that. What I am saying is watching this game, because I watched the entire thing, she had multiple chances where you would think in a this was a tight game. They lost 82 to 79, but Iowa was up for most of this game. They were up at one point by 12 or 15 points. I thought Iowa was just going to kind of put it away and roll, and I didn't know if they were going to break the record or not, but you know, I thought this would be a game that would be over late in the third quarter, early fourth quarter. They'd be up double digits and kind of coast. Mm-hmm. Instead, it was a game. And I wonder if going into the fourth quarter, if they didn't think we can kind of just maintain not have Caitlin take a ton of shots, just have her be out there running around, doing all the other great things she does. And maybe we just don't run the offense through her. We let everybody else win this game for us. And Iowa could not hit a shot. They could not get stops on defense. Nebraska kept on going and kept getting momentum. And then when they needed Caitlin Clark to show up, she took a couple shots. She couldn't hit them. And at that point, I think I think they kind of lost the momentum and Nebraska took over. But I'm genuinely curious if that was a strategy or just Nebraska played great defense so and Caitlin so Clark think, couldn't get a point. Right. You think that they thought we can win this game without her. Yeah, like let's go ahead and just close this out and not risk her and record so, being right, broken here. She can here. break the record then at home mm-hmm. in front of all the fans. Instead, they wound up losing the game. Now, how does this benefit benefit the Buckeyes? Because the Buckeyes move up to number two Yeah, in the rankings where Iowa was. So Buckeyes are now number two. Uh, and what else? Buckeyes, are they guaranteed the number one seed? No, no, no. They're not guaranteed. But if all the teams win out, because it's them. So right, Iowa, that's it. Iowa and Indiana are now tied for second, I believe. They both have two losses in the Big Ten. Ohio State only So has if the one. Buckeyes win out, nobody can touch them. Right. But even if Ohio State and Iowa, because they play again the last game of the season for both teams, if Iowa beats Ohio State at Iowa, which is, you know, it's a very tough environment. It's Caitlin Clark's last possibly last regular season home game. Who knows? That's going to be a tough atmosphere. But even if they lose that game, Ohio State would still be the Big Ten champions by way of all the other rules that exist and would have the number, I think, depending on how the other things go, they could still have the number one seed. So Iowa losing this game is huge for the Buckeyes to be able to just, they are in control now. Buckeyes control their destiny to win the Big Ten outright. Nothing Iowa can do about it. So, I mean, that is a pretty significant thing. And I do wonder if it was influenced by the fact that this record could be broken at Iowa next week or later this week 
as opposed to on the road at Nebraska. I would hope that's not the case, but that's pretty sad if it was. Bo and I have some sad news for you. Okay. The Steelers have announced they are releasing Mitch Trubisky. That is too bad. So that's it for Mitch. I mean, he'll probably Mitch? he'll get another chance somewhere, I'm quite sure, but not as in any type of... I mean, as a like practice squad, third string type of guy, he's not going to be a long-term solution for anybody, clearly. No. He's dead. Yeah, it's almost like a guy who played, what, 13 games in college? Maybe we shouldn't have just, like, wasted a top three pick on that dude? I don't know. Seems like maybe, you mean my dumb team? Well, whoever it was. Right, I didn't want to single anybody out. the Steelers out. picked him up for peanuts. Well, that's that's fair. I'm not yelling at the Steelers about that. Um, I also saw your dumb team yesterday right after the game. I don't know how you feel about this. Mm. I thought it was kind of stupid. Right after the Super Bowl, like, they are on the field celebrating, and they tweeted out that the Bears did, we're on the clock, and they had this, you know, little montage queued up of all their, like, first-round picks and different selections they'd made and it's like jets did that too different what? different kind of thing where they're celebrating on the field jets tweet out new uniforms oh coming oh. in april this is right after their former like, wide receiver yes. caught the game-winning touchdown pass <laughs> to win the super bowl right it's like i don't know guys maybe just like i'm surprised tomorrow. the nfl yeah just today you tomorrow. could do all that stuff if you want to but the game is still effectively... We're in the game broadcast. The season is... Everybody's kind of wrapping up. It'd be like at March Madness. They play the one shining moment at the end to kind of wrap everything up, let everybody know, okay, college basketball's over. If all these, like... If Ohio State was just like, New Year, we're on... And it's like, they're not even doing the montage yet. Just calm down. You don't have to do that yet. The segment that's not a segment, yikes, is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's an accident blocking the left lane of the southbound 71 ramp to westbound 670 on the north side. Emergency crews are on scene there. And slower traffic on southbound 270 east outer belt between Livingston Avenue and I-70. This report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lesset. Ohio Laborers would like to congratulate member of the week, Dwan Ford. Laborers Local 125 Youngstown. Dwan is a proud five-year journey person. Build Ohio right, build it union. I'm Nicole for 97.1, the fan traffic. The show that will tickle you stupid. This is Man and Bone. You know where it was a big party yesterday? Where's that? Hollywood Casino Columbus. Oh, yeah. And the sports book. I did know because that. Because they had a big game yesterday. It was a big party, jam-packed, that Vegas at Better than Vegas. I'd say so. Better. Yeah. Because it's right down the street. And there's a Popeye's across the street, too, mm-hmm. if you're interested. Yeah, but I suggest get some greasy chicken and then go to Hollywood Casino Columbus and their 12,000 square foot sports book. Two huge walls of TVs. You can get some adult soda pops there. They have loose women and men just walking around, whatever strikes your fancy. And they have great food as well. They do. All the above. It's all there. So after you get some chicken. Yeah, get some more food. You can have some more food. But also, anytime there's a big game, and even if there's not, there's always a game on. At Hollywood Casino Columbus at the Sportsbook. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Bum fights. I don't know about that, but maybe. Elderly beatdowns at the assisted living. That is what my super group is going to be called when I'm like in my Elderly 60s. beatdowns? Yes, and still listening to heavy music. Elderly beatdowns. Look, we decided as a society a long time ago, cockfighting, not humane. 
But elderly people with dementia punching each other in the face, what's the problem? It's a victimless crime. Sure Must enough. be 21 or older, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. By the way, Hollywood Casino Columbus endorses nothing I just said. <laughs> Thank you. They've actually ended their endorsement with me based on that I'm, commercial. I'm sure. Uh, it is time for yikes. We had several records set in the Super Bowl last night. They're all of the kicking variety. Chiefs kicker Harrison Butker mm. has the most made field goals in Super Bowl career with nine. So let him live. He also set the record for the longest last night with a 57-yarder. Seven field goals between the two teams, also a record. 49ers kicky, kicker Jake Moody had two 50-yarders. No one else has done that. Highest average punt yards at 50.8. Both teams did that last night. And total kickoff return yards, zero. Mm. Total kickoff returns, Zero. Mm-hmm. Change the damn rule or do away with the kickoff and stop wasting our time. Yikes. So this morning, as I'm coming into the office, I look up on one of the many TVs we have here and I see a show that I never watched, but it's on because it's on ESPN here. It's first take. And they are they love to have their debates about is this player better than that player? But they took it to a new level today because on the on the graphic on the screen, it said only this. Closer to greatest of all time, GOAT, Mahomes to Brady, or LeBron to Michael Jordan. Stop. Stop. We don't actually need or want Michael Jordan versus LeBron talk ever, but especially not the day after the Super Bowl. I don't even really want the Brady and Mahomes who's better discussion, but I know they're going to do that. How did they work this into LeBron and Jordan is that closer than Brady and Mahomes? I will never understand why these shows cannot get away from that argument, but they seem to want to do it all the time. Yikes. Tomorrow will be, if LeBron had been a tight end, mm. would he be better than Kelsey? Right. Let's have that discussion. And would he take Taylor sense. Swift onto Space Mountain? <laughs> sure. Woo! Go ahead, Woo! Teddy. Yeah. You do not want to bet against Patrick Mahomes, and especially when he's an underdog. He's an incredible 11-1-1 against the spread as an underdog. Yikes. And he's 10-3 and straight up in those games. Yikes. So don't bet against Mahomes when he's an underdog or you'll most likely lose money. Yikes. We talk about Thanksgiving being the day of all eating days, but science tells us that is not true. The average American eats around 4,500 calories on Thanksgiving. Yikes. That's a lot. I probably ate 4,500 calories worth of pizza during the show on Friday. (laughs) Yes. And compared to what we eat for the Super Bowl, it's not even close. Did you pig out yesterday? Was it an all-day grazing fest? Don't worry. You're not alone. How many calories do we average on Super Bowl Sunday? So I told you Thanksgiving, 4,500. Super Bowl Sunday, try 8,000. Oh, my. Yikes. And as I go back and think about what I ate yesterday... That tracks out pretty well. Yep. Yikes. Uh, J.J. Watt joined the analyst desk for the CBS halftime show during the Super Bowl, and he picked a bold time to debut a daring new hairstyle. Watt did not uh, leave out much, if any, of the hair gel that was probably in the bottle he had before he got in front of the camera on Sunday's broadcast. But uh, rather than having the normal hairstyle he usually does, the 34-year-old boldly opted for a more messy throwback look. This looked like something NSYNC would have wore back in their tackiest times. Yikes. He then sent out the following tweet after the entire internet seemingly ripped him for this haircut. He said, quote, 
You ever switch up your hair and wonder if anyone will notice? They notice. Yeah, we sure did. What a time to do it. Yikes. Yeah, people around here notice when you get your hair cut. I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that. All right, here's some more love from Mahomes. He started 96 games. The Chiefs, they've only lost three of them by more than one score. Yikes. Yes, just three of 96 games. That's by far the best rate in NFL history. If you include the playoffs, they've only lost four of 114 games by more than one score. Yikes. So we're watching the game last night when seven-year-old Samantha tells me that she's in love with Brock Purdy and wants to marry him. Mm. Yikes. She then proceeds to make kissy noises in my ear and tells me not to worry because Brock will give me some of his football money. Yikes. Now, the last time the 49ers were in the Super Bowl, Jimmy Garoppolo was the quarterback. Flashback to me watching the pregame show that year when Jimmy flashes on the screen, Christian walks in the room and says, Who's that? Mm. I tell her it's Jimmy Garoppolo, the 49ers quarterback. She proceeds to say, I'm saving him in the memory bank for later. Yikes. Apparently, if you're a quarterback for for the 49ers, the women in my house want to climb all over you. Yikes. Uh, Mike, my favorite sport, pickleball. The popularity has recently skyrocketed, and so have the number of serious injuries among players. We've known this, but we now have even more data to prove it. Bone fractures, those two related to pickleball, have increased 200% over the last 20 years. That's the name of your autobiography. Bone fractures? Bone fractures. Yeah. According to an analysis of large government injury database presented at the annual meeting of the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons, the overall rate of injuries is likely much higher. The new analysis only looked at fractures, not the most common soft tissue injuries that sprained ankles or debilitating knee injuries, which damage your ACL, your ACL, what that too. Uh, Anyway, common pickleball injuries include rotator cuff injuries, worsening of arthritis, Achilles tendon tears and strains, and foot fractures. The vast majority of fractures found in the new study... 92% 92% occurred during falls. Pickleball, awful. Yikes. All right, since 2019, the Chiefs, they're now 5-1 and one when trailing by 10 or more points. Yeah, why don't you just marry the Chiefs, Ted? <laughs> My God. We're in the Super Bowl, you know? Right, so it's all no, Super Bowl related, like the right? Chiefs, I guess. Jeez. All right, so they're 5-1 and one when trailing by 10 or more points at any point in the playoffs. Yikes. The rest of the NFL, they're 6-48 and 48 in those games in that span Yikes. Yes, I'm jealous of them. So That's fine. Next year, Teddy. Cowboys year? Cowboys year. Didn't mm. Cowboys and Bears in the NFC Championship for a chance to play the Browns, Browns in the Super Bowl. I like it. Am I wrong? Did the Chiefs not at one time have a Texas history? Were they not originally started in Texas and then moved? Yeah. Is that right? Yes. Just saying. I mean, Teddy, it could have been instead of the Dallas Cowboys. Maybe you'd rooted for the Dallas Texans. That's who they were. You yeah. could have rooted for them. This could have been your team. Yeah, who's the owner of the Chiefs? Uh, that would have been Lamar Hunt. Yeah, he's done a nice job with the Chiefs. Well, now Clark. Well, Hunt, I mean, the son. He's, he's not. Yeah, but, but they've done a nice job with that organization. They sure and, have. And the son has done. Yeah, yeah. Good ownership. Used to own the crew. Could have owned the Blue Jackets. Huh? Back once upon a time, the Hunt family was in the running to own the Blue Jackets, and then uh, they kind of got pushed out by the local. People, powers that be, and it ended up going we to the Commons. We have them now. I know. I was thinking about that last night. I was like, man, imagine if the Hunt family, they won. That, that would have been something to have them owning that team because, yeah, I, that would, they won a championship with the crew. They've won multiple That's championships right. with the Chiefs. Hey, teams, Jack, and, teams an embarrassment. Could have been us. They are going nowhere. You got Yarmo and JD like yelling at people in the press now 
Mm, that's fun. For daring to question how stupid they are. <laughs> you have owners <laughs> you that have don't... You have no idea how stupid we are. <laughs> you have We're so owners stupid. that don't show up. All of that. Mm. Saturday night, largest crowd of the season. Uh, you know what? Sell out, largest crowd of the year. There's so many other things we could talk about today. At some point, we, we should... Don't, dedi- we don't have time. I'm just saying, we should dedicate some time to, is that a good thing? That, well, this, for them it is. No, but that's my point. Like, this ownership group does nothing to get your loyalty, and yet they Lord are awarded with it anyway. Season. People are excited. Sure. All right, back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You're going to hit some residual traffic due to an earlier accident on southbound 71 on the north side at 670 and a few-minute delay on eastbound 70 on the east side between Hamilton Road and 270. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Now during Staples Citathon, you can save up to $180 on select chairs, desk chairs, computer chairs, even gaming chairs. In-store only. Offer ends 3-2. See associates for details. Stop by Staples today and grab a seat. I'm Nicole for 97.1, The Fan Traffic. Buckeye Roundtable coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of Buckeye Roundtable, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Oh, my guys. Happy Monday. Happy day after Super Bowl. This really sucks this Monday, doesn't it? What was the spread Okay. For you. What did you eat yesterday? Glad you asked. So, start small. I mean, we had the chips and salsa, chips and dip, you know. We had a cheese fondue thing that my parents busted out, so that was a little bit of an unusual Super Bowl item. Were you at your house or you go to your parents' house? Went to my parents for the first half, and we watched the halftime show there. Then we migrated back to our place. Mom just got too drunk after Usher? Yeah, it was just sloppy. Yeah, Throwing her bra and panties at the television? (laughs) Hey, I was doing the same thing for what it's worth. Usher's great. Fantastic. The wife loved loved the show. Sarah was knocked out by the show. It was great. But uh, So we had pork sliders. We had... Meatballs and little smokies in the same concoction that I've told you about the grape jelly chili sauce mm. in the crock pot. It, it gets fantastic. And am I missing anything there? The yeah, I think that was everything. That's that's everything. Yeah, Mike, you went a Tex Mex route for yours. For some, for some reason, Super Bowl to me screams Tex Mex. So it's fine. Chips it's and great. salsa, chips yeah. and guac. We did quesadillas. We did chili. Big pot of chili. Yeah, uh, you know, we talked about chili last week on, on the Buckeye show when we were going over Super Bowl spreads. Cornbread, too. We had cornbread. Cornbread is great with chili. I I feel like that one kind of got glossed over. Like, you didn't hear. I'm glad you mentioned it because chili is a quintessential football type of dish. People usually wait, as I do. It's got to be a certain degree out for you to bust out your first chili pot. Like, it can't be north of Well, some people just do it week degrees. one when it's 95 degrees no, outside. No, it's incorrect. You shouldn't be doing that. Well, the other so part to do is, it for Super Bowl, I think it's a good idea. And Super Bowl, there's usually a group of people. Often you'll have more than a few people at the house. Yeah. Where chili's a great, hey, everyone, here's a giant vat of stuff. You can <laughs> ladle this onto almost anything you want. Yeah, we got the Hamilton Beach stay or go here. It's gigantic. Plus, you can just yeah. put it in the crock pot and just keep it warm so people can come That's help what themselves. I mean. Right, yeah. on it. Yeah. I mean, the, the real option is just cook it in the crock pot, and then you don't have to worry about any of that. You just get it all done there. Well, it's like I said with my Chex Mix, because I took a picture of all the ingredients that, ingredients that I had laid out on the counter on Saturday to make the Chex Mix for Super Bowl Sunday. So I forgot about that. I made that, too, and brought Don't sleep on the Chex Mix no, now. Oh, no, no, no. I brought I that it. over... I made like four baking sheets of it, so I gave my dad basically a yeah. whole tray. Oh, 
And it's like the whole Super Bowl Sunday spread. There's no two checks mix batches that are alike, and there's no two Super Bowl Sunday menu spreads. What'd you put in the mix? So I went all three kinds of checks. As you right? should. The wheat or the wheat, the rice, wheat, and the corn. corn. Yeah, wheat, corn, rice. I went with the rye chips, the Gardetto's yes, rye know, chips. I'm, I'm a big fan oh, of those. I know, I know. Bone, that's you in, like my, those that's too. in my mix. They're great. Sarah will just grab all of those like an insane person. I yell at her and I smack the bowl right out of her hands. She's not allowed to do stuff like that. I use pretzel sticks. See, I go sans pretzel. So I don't do love pretzel. Love the pretzels. The extra saltiness. Bagel chips, thanks to you. Yes, garlic added in. Garlic bagel chips. Same one with the sea salt. Okay. One with the New York style sea salt. And then, what am I missing here? Peanuts? Peanuts, yeah. Regular dry Dry roasted roasted. salted peanuts and Cheez-Its. Just a Mm. straight up Cheez-It. I never did the Cheez-Its either. You were telling me, though, about bugles. Well, no. I I posted the picture on on my Twitter X account asking people, all right, what would you throw in? What would you add? And there's so many different options that people threw in there. Cashews was one, although I, I like the peanut better than the cashew, but the one that I kept getting over and over, and I like it, and it had even crossed my mind before. I don't know why I didn't buy them this time for the batch. Bugles, like original bugles. They're rough. They have a good texture, and they're the funnel cone. So think of the the goopity goop, the butter Worcestershire sauce concoction could go into the funnel and then stay there and bake. Oh, You know what I was thinking about? Oh. Tell me if you think this would be good. Funyuns. Mm, no, because I think I think if you have too much seasoning already on the item, you don't want that because you're going to be seasoning that puppy the way you want. That's why when I bought all the different kinds of Cheez-Its because they were doing the little five for five Myers special. Yeah. Or the, like buy five, save five bucks. The Bob Taylor special. I was getting like the extra cheesy and the extra crunchy that had like bold cheddar. Too much? I, I didn't want any of that extra dusting. Like a flavor-blasted goldfish type of thing. I wanted the most dry cheese it so I went with just the extra toasty, so then I could do it with the butter and the right. Lowry salt and all you, that. This sounds like so much thought and work, and I appreciate that it's you good. put it into it. It's good. I I don't think I've ever, other than when you've brought it in, I've never not had store-bought che- Chex Mix. Like, I appreciate all the, all the, the work that goes in. You never made your own, huh? No. I didn't even know people Mom did dad, this until Mom you guys didn't talked make about them? No. Until really? you guys started talking about it, I didn't know people did this. Oh, I, like I, just, I always grew up thinking that buying out of the Ted, bag was sacrilege. Were you making it at home as a kid? Did anybody make it around where you were? No, never. Okay, really? right. I'm just saying, I had never heard of this until you guys were going right. on about all your you. ingredients. I have I f- no idea. I feel like this is a big Midwestern kind of thing, too. I feel like it's a... Very Midwestern thing to make your own Chex Mix. I mean, it may be. I just never did Delicious. it. Delicious. Mm. Timmy likes his Chex Mix like he likes his Aces. Hot. Hot and spicy. <laughs> yeah. I like some Franks in there, baby. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Well, Timmy, you listed off a lot of ingredients there, but you did not list off rocks. Which is better than what Trader Joe's frozen chicken pilaf apparently did with their ingredient list. The USDA has warned if you purchased the 14-ounce package of Trader Joe's chicken, lentil, and caramelized onion pilaf, look at the date it was produced. If it was made between November 1st, 2023 and January 19th, they said they've had multiple complaints of people saying they found rocks in the bag, including one person 
who says they suffered a dental injury. Oh, oh no. Yeah. God, can so you imagine uh, biting down on a rock. The USDA said if you do find that you have this product, you are urged to not eat it, throw it away, or return it to Trader Joe's. This is an alert, not a recall, because they're no longer selling it. Go figure. All right, Buckeye Roundtable is next. Have a great evening. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. We got a couple of slow spots out there. One on southbound 270 on the east outer belt between Livingston Avenue and I-70. And another slow spot on northbound 71 on the north side between 670 and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by Discover. Did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service, as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM HD1 Columbus.